Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Birds are a shit animal, but they're oh, so we're, many oh, we're, we're going right into that, like yeah. straight out, right out of the bat. Well, no, okay. okay. So in theory, like, like in concept, in theory, like the idea of a bird, I, I mean, it sounds so exotic. It sounds amazing. Like imagine, like I, I can only imagine, like the very first impression a bird could ever have on a child, and that that impression lasting thereon <laughs> for you're like, an you're adult. like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. Like, you just see it, and you know that it's something special. See, like, I get that, because I was at a zoo once, right? In, I think, Ontario. I think it was, like, the Granby Zoo or something like that. Anyways, long story short, a seagull stole my brother's cheeseburger straight from his hands. Like, it was nuts. Like, but are we talking a whole burger? Whole or... burger. A whole burger, yes. You know... Like, it was brazen. Just that image alone, like a seagull just carrying a burger. I would, if I could, I would love to own a pog of that. Just like fucking, like a sweet what? pog of a, a seagull, like angry, but like, oh, like done in like that same, like, oh, like the Celtic fucking. A Celtic it, are, seagull carrying yeah. an American oh, burger. That's a badass seagull right there. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, well, no, but like. What was I can't even remember. Like, uh, there was this like '90s fad for a while. Aside from like wearing Ben Davis clothing, where there like everyone had to put their dukes up, like like, like 1920s fisticuffs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Like just brandishing their suit bones, but like that was a big thing for a hot second. But anyway, no, I I figured I'd just talk about it just because like my mom's bird is unfortunately not doing so hot. It's a, it's a 10 year old bird. It's a, it's a fucking cockatiel and it's got two other birds that, that share a small cage with it. And just, and I've now, never now, seen, and now they have to be just like sad without it and has like planned like a life without that bird. Well, no, the bird is fine. The, it's sick. And I think it's nearing like the end of its, its bird life. Uh huh. But Ooh, bird afterlife. Just, Oh, dude! The great all bird I can on. think of right now is Bird Box, and let me tell you, I don't you, know. I that, don't know what that is. That's uh, what is that? No, so we fate most about. foul. I see what you did there. God yes. damn it! <laughs> he does. <laughs> fucking, no, it's teed a, up for that one. I'll shut my a, beak. Sorry, man. It's a really overrated Netflix movie. Like, have you ever seen That's a movie right. that just like kind of didn't? I don't know it. It, it hit you really hard the first time, and then you make that mistake of watching it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't have to finish the sentence. Braveheart, yeah. Sure. <laughs> but okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. I would say every Kevin Costner film. No joke. Every single one. I don't think any of the, I think all of them are meant to be watched in one setting and then poorly recalled. 
like misheard lyrics like no yeah. joke like, <laughs> like 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 you get the postman and you get Waterworld mixed up sometimes yeah that like, happens no, to me all just, the time i'll tell you what like, I, I watched uh i watched your name recently that uh, animated oh, it's film so good. i know i just i hope that doesn't happen with that movie because <laughs> it I don't was think really good i loved it. it i loved it, it was yeah so it has one of those like you know in and out yeah like like definitely the Mount Everest of movie experiences. Like you're never gonna go back and climb it. Just be happy you did it that one time, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I figured I'd just talk about it and you know just I <sighs> birds, like again, I, I get it. I don't know. There's just lately just everything about like we've we've been watching this fucking penguin documentary on Netflix too, like narrated by <laughs> David Tennant. And, like, the concept of, like, dude, my favorite character, like, as far as fictional character, one of my favorites of all times is a, is a bird, like, it, in it, at its core. Like, bird, like, the concept of it and done in a humorous or fucking whimsical fashion, I'm all about it. But, like, the real thing, they just, they just suck. They just pick at each other. They Like, they make the most fucking frightening noises. Like, nothing about them is appealing. I've like, got you, a bird. I would never, just don't domesticate them. Just don't uh-huh. fuck domesticating them. Like, just let them do their thing. Because it's like, they're, yeah. they're the mystery best left unsolved or unexplored. Because you just, like, you you see them, and they just let you down. It, you know what? It is pretty cruel to keep them in a cage. Uh, 100%. 100%. So, unless it's a really big cage and it's an emu. It's sort of like a meet, don't meet your heroes sort of thing. Don't it, don't it, ever it meet is, a bird. Is it? Is it <laughs> don't is meet it, an emu. Is it emu the superhero? <laughs> Super villain, more like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like a terror. Oh, oh, I was gonna say terrorist, but that's really. They'll fuck up. with you just. I don't because. want to say terrorist. Yeah. No, just dude, because. But really, like, okay, for example, penguins. Penguins are a shit animal. I had no idea how awful penguins were. They're so happy like, all the time. They're like little well, no, gentlemen. Okay, so and like you. Women. Well, no, but they're okay. You like. <laughs> You hear this like spin doctor fucking nonsense. This like, like Faustian fucking oh, yeah. penguins adopt like you know any 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 orphaned young that like have lost their parents or whatnot. Like penguins will be ready to adopt. Like that's that is the most like fucking back of the book ass like impression. No, dude, they kidnap. They straight up like yeah, they go yeah. through a mourning process. They will. They will straight up human trafficking ask like come after other like baby birds and like they're supposed to care but they don't like they're you know for a hot second I thought you were gonna say that they uh, they would immediately take them but keep them as an emergency food source. Ooh, goddamn! I don't penguin cannibalism. That's no good. Maybe I don't think uh, they. I don't birds, think they cannibalize right? their young, but they definitely go through this grieving process of like we were shitty parents, and then they will immediately. Oh try look, to another t- one! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> do over. Like, what? You'll do. Get over here. Yeah, dude. I don't know. They're, <laughs> but you gotta watch this fucking penguin documentary. It's insane. They, dude. Everything's a camera, but like everything, like it. It's now gotten to the point where like, like everything that. is inexplicably a camera. Like twenty nineteen, everything's a no, camera. <laughs> no, dude, David. Like it's um. Oh, dude, it's some Edward Snowden shit, but in Penguin Land. Um, like, they're fake penguins. They're no. Penguin cam. No, no, dude. They're, oh, they're like cameras. Like yeah. Cameras, cameras my, masquerading as penguins. They'll drop an egg. They'll, hat, they'll, like, lay an egg, and it's, like, egg cam. 
My favorite one is a moving fucking boulder, and it's just like rock cam. I'm like, that boulder is moving on its own. They oh, have shit. to realize. <laughs> yeah, no, and then they have like drone cams, and it's just like sure, sure. Pr- predator cam. And I'm just like, what is the there fuck? Is, is there like a seal cam? Like when seals come up and try to like, don't seals fuck with penguins? I was yes, waiting for do. that, but there are seals yeah. in the documentary, and yeah. I'm waiting. Like, I'm we're only like two episodes in. We can't watch a lot of it because so far it's been like an emotionally traumatizing. Sure. Like, dude, no, there's so many, there's so much. You, you can would think that it's like a your... jovial thing. Like, you watch March of Penguins, and you're just like, yeah. oh, dude, I it's can like, oh, Jim Carrey fucking loves penguins and shit. <laughs> no, they're just an awful creature. Yeah. And, like, the, at the... your own risk, you can Google seal. Oh, attacking God. Pen- oh man yeah, that'd be like fucking brutal. it's it's like, rough the, the, like well, yeah it's rough <laughs> but, but they have like seals that like fuck with penguins they like they just rib and prank them like they haze them like it's a frat thing yeah yeah like i'm not gonna like really actually kill you but i'm gonna like pick on you and just oh no you no it's it's worse than you think <laughs> like straight up murder of penguins you uh, i mean look up the images they speak for themselves I don't know, if yeah. you want to shit animal no if you're going to YouTube or look up anything animal-related, look up two giraffes fighting. That's it. God damn. And if you haven't already been that, that already sounds brutal. I'm not even sure what happens, but it just sounds brutal. Oh, dude, brutal with two zeros. Like, it's yeah. fucking... Yeah, yeah, like mm. some fucking heavy metal German, like, fucking shit. But, um, umlauts on top of umlauts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, but I I dare not put it in the show notes, but I can see yeah, it Yeah, that's no good. Heavily. Like, I, I don't want to be the guy that does this, but can, uh, can we just watch the one where the penguin slaps the one penguin walk? Oh goddamn, no! X X X X X X X. <laughs> nope. I I saw half of a thing. I, it, it, there's part of it, and then there's no other part of it there, and then there's a part of it that rejoined. I mean, I'm just saying that's just the tip of the iceberg. I'm reporting so to speak. it. I'm reporting it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, reporting it. I don't know. You guys, I I recommend this. A documentary, Bated Breath, but like, because everything's recorded what looks like fucking Google Glass, like everything that you could think of that can record it will record, but they're capturing three different species of penguin, and so far it's been, dude, it's been kind of a mess. It's definitely changed my look on penguins. I I hate those, like, I hate those wildlife movies, so when you watch them, we went and saw Plant Earth in theaters one time, just saying, oh, this will be a nice, (laughs) fun, enjoyable movie experience about wildlife. No, it's like this elephant got lost from its family. Oh fuck! The elephant's walking alone and doesn't know where it's going. It's probably First gonna episode. die. Oh First well. Episode. <laughs> well, of that penguin all right. documentary. See ya. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like yeah, who? just David Tennant just gently saying, "If he does not find its head, it will surely die." And I'm just like, <laughs> we're only twenty minutes in. Yeah, I don't want this shit, fucking Doctor Who. I don't want this shit at all. Be be happy. Be jovial, please. Um, but anyway, I, uh, on to a somewhat more lighthearted topic, but not really. Uh, we're back from our break. Yes. Here at, uh, Press Pods Radio, and we figured, uh, among some of the topics of conversation that we felt that we can go ahead and jump back into the boat with, we wanted to go ahead and tackle accessibility in games. So... For those of you that have been sticking with us for what will soon be a decade of the show, um, you may recall that we, a long, long time ago, had already recorded a previous episode on difficulty in video games and how to approach the concept of uh, applying challenge 
we're gonna scratch some of those and it's gonna it's gonna seem like we're hitting a familiar chord but we're also going to really talk about that in the scope of how uh, individuals or players that are encountering the various challenges and difficulties and in, in in certain games especially within this modern generation where video gaming is more mainstream than it's ever been and it's no longer uh, a subset of uh or a, a small demographic but you know the public as a whole uh how developers are meeting some of these hurdles that are encountered by players who suffer from various conditions or dehabilitating factors that prevent them from getting the full experience of someone who wouldn't uh, suffer one of those ailments. So it's going to be a little bit of a touchy show, but we're going to do our best to kind of tread these waters as respectfully and as classly as we can. Um, Classlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that is not the goal that is, but I don't know. Fucking, but the result, we'll be be super respectful for sure. We, we can only hope, but yeah, let's go ahead and get that boat rolling. Yeah. Number one gamer right here. I, I am master of all difficulties. talk though um, yeah god and, and i'm sure we'll get into that but like i i cannot thank this whole fucking the, this whole conversation is probably delivered one of my favorite memes of 2019 um like just Wonder. i don't know if i'm familiar c- with it um you not only cheated the game but yourself yeah you didn't grow you didn't improve like i i don't know man because i'm telling you right now that meme greater than sign feeling cute meme i am so fucking over this goddamn like it was funny i think it was funny within the lifespan of its first like 10 hours and then like now it's dunion rings like it's dunzos <laughs> with a side of finish right yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but i don't know anyway we'll we'll have to go ahead and skip into that at some point uh in the show this is georgia boy zacks to my left i have andrew and Yo. we're recording on easter sunday and i gotta talk to you from one guy who is not a parent to you who is now a parent. sort of a parent <laughs> by by law a parent <laughs> parent desk yeah. yeah by like the core like bare minimum definition that could the, be found in yes. nearly every single dictionary or encyclopedia or any sort of knowledge base of that. The the that birth matter. the birth certificate has stated that I have sired two children. Um yeah, but from from you know, one one guy to another in yes. in, in that regard. And, and Sarah, please chime in as well. Because we got we got to hear the Canadian equivalent, which I don't yes. know. It's always fun to get that spin. Canadian geese do lay Easter eggs. 
do they? Is there such a thing as Canadian geese? Like, do they have their own subset? I think well, so. Yeah. 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 It's called the Canada Goose. There's a Canada Goose. Yeah, they're assholes sure. too. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, all geese are assholes. We're all, yeah. never... we're, we're on that we're on that fuck birds trip right now. Let's just fucking lay it into them. Fuck them geese. Oh my God. Dude, Nothing like uh, fucking. Okay, no, that was a no. Wait, that was a swan that hissed at me there. That yeah, swans are dicks. Yeah, okay, swans are dicks, but they don't have fucking teeth on their tongue, bro. Uh, like this is it. Yeah, some barbed this shit is right something there. that like this is some like fucking Penguins cassowary do. shit, kind of like some dinosaur shit. Fuck geese, dude. All right, cool. But and we'll, we're gonna touch on that. We will. We'll talk about geese in a minute. But yeah, Easter. But Jurassic okay, Park but Easter. Shit, so like, geese at like, Easster. Because I'm going through some like Berenstein Geeser. Bears like Mandela shit. With the Easter Bunny and in the surrounding fiction and culture sure. uh, concerning this fucking like uh, prophet of a uh, bullshit holiday, yeah. um, so the Easter Bunny now breaks into your home and leaves eggs. Like he just comes in, he does his thing. He'll leave eggs in, like comically enough, the fridge, on the stairs, maybe in a no, shoe. Oh no, I'm too lazy for that shit. <laughs> Wait, I, I I mean I'm sorry, children listening to this show, but why are you listening to us if you're a child? Uh, no, the Easter Bunny doesn't do that because the Easter Bunny's really tired in the morning and can't do that. Uh, so the Easter Bunny just puts a basket out for the children to find when they wake up, and it has eggs and candy and church clothes and I, I don't know a DVD of Frozen or whatever movie they like at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. The egg hunting's later in the day. Egg hunting comes later. It was never really an egg hunt; more like an egg trail. I've like, been seeing you know, it. So, like so, the, so, 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 your thing is that there was eggs out when you got up, and you kind of like, yeah, like the it eggs. would. It would start like there'd be like a, a small basket or like a little pattern, right? Uh huh. And then you would like follow the trail of these tiny eggs everywhere. And they'd like go down the stairs, and they'd go in circles. That sounds like and Hansel and Gretel shit, though. Place. Like, I, yeah, I don't yeah. like the breadcrumbs thing. That's that a, a little me. bit. Yeah, but like at the at the end of the trail was just you know instant mother load. Okay, it leads you to like so, the the source. Yeah, I, yeah, the good I stuff, thought, right? I thought this was like an isolated thing. Like, I know, okay, there are like households that like have the audacity to have like a wood carving of the words like hashtag blessed hanging on the wall. And then there's oh, the household that rough. pays for fucking gas using change out of the like the ashtray in their car. But all, all walks of life. Where fuck, the fuck I, are I, you? I, Where do you live? Like, what is that? That's not a thing. No. Gas is fucking 290 right now in, in our neck of the woods. I can't pay for that shit with change. Three dollars and sixty cents oh, right now. Yeah. Did it no, actually hit five dollars in Texas? That has to have been a, a Photoshop, right? I don't. Man, I don't fucking know, dude. Five dollars like, a get? Can you imagine five dollars a gallon for gas? Well, hold on, would, hold on. It's actually a dollar thirty a liter up here, so that works out to five dollars and. 50 cents actually your pumps work by the liter by the liter Mm. yeah so a liter is four gallon or uh, a gallon is four liters so it works out up here to the gallon to be about five dollars and thirty cents so how many liters do you get in your car i don't know i don't Uh, drive oh god you're man that's what i need to do what's a liter of cola walking a liter of cola (laughs) it depends when it's on sale (laughs) 
Sales price, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> buy it buy, buy, buy in bulk. You got to buy it in bulk. Yeah. I'm sorry, man, because he pointed it out earlier, and now I can't, like, it's it's one of those, you put it in my brain, and now I can't unsee it. But you fired I know. I know. <laughs> the, the sweetest new stash. But we, start, now, we like, started off so good with the compliments, and then we had to re-record, and now it's back to the fart of a thing again. <laughs> oh, Damn it. I lost you guys. You guys should have heard the recording we had before this. They were all about this stash, man. No, we are. We still I are. I, I appreciate like, it. Yeah, I know. I understand. You guys are giving me the praise. I understand. We're trying a new, yeah. new. We're gonna haze you still though. I and I would love to anybody listening right now to kind of like uh, submit their feedback on like just the overall quality uh, uh, in in terms of the production of the episode. Mm. Uh, but ah oh, man, I'm really hoping that this will be our new viable way of doing things, and that we'll be good from there. Um, but. Yeah, I just I never I okay, to my knowledge I thought you like just you go to a designated area like you go to the Easter equivalent of a fucking pumpkin patch, you go do your thing and you pick out eggs and you get your money and your candy and then you come home and then like, oh yeah, and here are the baskets. So you drop them off too. See the money thing, it. that confuses me. Uh-huh. Yeah, Definitely no, my parents were Super late. Like, this is the holiday that they you, hardly acknowledge. Did you guys did, church? Like, did you guys paint eggs and shit like that? Like, no. Is that a thing? Okay. That's, that's, I've that's, never that's, done that's, anything egg related. Anything that involved, like, a mess or imagination, my parents yeah, were super Yeah, that's all our thing. So, like, our, our day today was basically, like, get up. They find their baskets, like, in front of their door. You know, like, they don't have to go very far. It's, like, right there. And then we, you know, get around, get dressed. They got to wear Easter, like, nice clothes and shit. Go have lunch slash dinner, depending on what you when, what time you get there or where you're going. And then you do Easter egg hunt, and then you come back in, you you color eggs, and then everyone passes out. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. And, and Perfect. I, and you and you drink a lot. I drank a lot today. <laughs> that was definitely my Easter. <laughs> That's been a new thing. I've yeah, seen too. Like, man, you gotta get many, through it somehow. How, many, how much day drinking have I seen today? Uh, you, it's I, a lot I, of day drinking. That was definitely yeah. my that, that was my thing today. Like I I drove to the Easter. I did not drive back <laughs> from the Easter. <laughs> yeah, I was, oh, I was riding. I was riding shotgun coming back for sure. I don't think uh, I'll be drinking for quite some time. I uh, polished off an entire bottle of port last week. I saw that you were taking some uh, some cute photos. Like I, I fucking I, I nearly died. Photos. I think yeah. Oh, that's I not don't so remember cute. much of it. That's I not woke that cute. up. I woke up the next day and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm home. Okay, how'd I get here? <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping it's things like, oh, pretty kosher. I bought stuff on eBay. Oh no, <laughs> you've got you got that kom- kombucha or whatever it is, isn't it? No, no, no. It's okay. a chameleon Good. cold brew black coffee. Oh, okay. This shit is... That's all right. All right. It's Neat. pretty concentrated, though. It's I'm just drinking black I had, tar. I, yeah, I, I had love co- it. coffee, coffee. Just black coffee out of a Keurig. It's hot. Yeah. Well, it was hot. Not anymore. But I just... I, I had to go ahead and kind of... I just... Yeah, no. We, we kept things pretty kosher this morning. We had some... We had breakfast with the parents, and then we went just uh, ran some errands. Had to fucking help my mom with her birdcage situation uh, and her shit animals, and like yeah. I had to like, oh my god, which like, brings just, up the bird debate from earlier. Yeah, no, yes. dude, but not like, much of a debate. We all agree, birds suck. The rocket science and engineering that we were like putting our heads together to like just buy like uh, we were trying to find pre-made perches, but like we bought fucking dowels. We we're looking at shelving just. 
because we were trying to like find a way to get this bird from like off from the bottom of the cage and then and we ended up at like some awful restaurant that like it was a mexican restaurant but also served sushi and we we're just like why not and then we learned never that's again. why not that's why not <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> we figured out the not. answer to that one huh. I, I don't know i had like i was so reviled but val was just like oh, i've had worse and i'm uh uh-uh. that is not a that is not a uh <laughs> not is that so <laughs> not on Have this you? the holiest of days <laughs> no man that like your sushi rolls are not supposed to taste like you just put a, a fucking heaping like sand in your mouth. Like why is it? Why is this? Why like why is this sh- like the roof of my mouth? Like it feels scraped. What is uh, this? This is supposed to be a California roll. How do you do this? Yeah, that's not um, good. Well, I mean so, the Sonoran Desert part of California, right? She's <laughs> well, my, no, I might mean, have been actual sand. <laughs> God. Um. So. We are going to go ahead and hit up some news bits about Sony revealing some key details about their uh, next-gen hardware, their console. I mean, everybody's so quick to call this a PlayStation 5, but I would really hope that at this point, like, the the numbering thing dies at, at 4. Nah, I, I, Sony's the only one that can get away with it anyway, so of course they're going to use it. I mean... It's the easiest way. I, at this point, I would, I would be cool if they called it like PlayStation New, or like something I don't know. I, but PlayStation, way, just PlayStation, the PlayStation, the PlayStation. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I, they are like they have the Fast and Furious naming convention at this point. Like, I'll like do it. Anything that would, well, no, actually, I would have to give that to Microsoft because like it's now it's the Xbox One X. Soon it's the Xbox One S all digital or a the Xbox, Xbox One Sad. sad. Yes. Yeah. Um, that what it's called? Yeah. That's yeah. It's uh, a pretty sad name. That true. is sad. Really hey, did you hear where Sony went when they got? Ro- you hear where Sony <laughs> went when they got robbed? Where'd they go? Yeah, they got they uh, they went to the police station. Oh jeez. Oh, um, we're gonna. It's bad. You, the delivery was what really fucking drove it home. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, because genuinely, I'm like, I know, like, should I, I didn't buy know where it, going a wee with bit, that. and it was good. <clears throat> it was fine. I told you about those giant cats in northern Ontario, right? Giant. We went from fucking geese. To, what? What's what ecosystem on? do you guys have going on? <laughs> a crazy one. It's I nuts. A documentary of it's just nuts. that. No, really though. There's there's these giant lanky cats that live up in northern Ontario. Are, are you guys like are you guys like in Narnia and didn't tell anyone? Like what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> nah, just Timmins. Like <laughs> okay, just a Narnia, but with like fucking like a good healthcare system. Yeah. Um, I looked into it though. It's kind of rare to see these cats up there, but um, you know they've been observed by science, and for whatever reason, they really love golf. <laughs> They're it's super. True. They're super. They're, they're all. They're for wild. whatever reason, yeah. They're wild yeah. about the PGA Tour. Yeah, they're, they're always hitting the links. Ah, fucking! <laughs> can I end this call? Uh, I'm stopping recording. I'm, no, I'm keep it. <laughs> He's got a lot to say. I hope. <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself. Um, but I anyway, am, we're I gonna am. also talk about God uh, damn it. Sega uh, unveiling. Uh, some new additions for the Sega Genesis Mini, and then also kind of talk about like what may like 
I don't know, man. This might be historical. I just, I'm still fucking blown away. Historical about was it. me fucking getting hook, line, and sink, sinkered <laughs> into that. Like he fucking had me for a he, good dude, minute and totally a half. He totally got you. That was actually. I was yeah, like, dude, oh, that was kind of a. Let, let me go. Let me go this way and see what's going on over here. God damn. That it. was some up dog shit. Yeah, like, that really no was. No joke. That was some actual up dog shit. I, I'm proud I, of I, you. I, just, I just can't get over it. my head swirling right now. I'm sorry. I, I have others, <laughs> but you'll never know what they are. <laughs> God damn. Um. All right, but yeah, I we, I think we're gonna take some time out in the recording too to, to briefly touch on the uh, limited rare poop slinger <laughs> fucking release, which I holy shit, I I still can't believe that's even a thing. This that is happened. like this is like the death cargo of the new generation. You remember fucking death cargo? <laughs> <laughs> I never fucking got that game. I paid thirty five bucks and never fucking saw it. But yeah, no, but it, the opposite. This actually is like showing up, like it's actually yeah, this a, a is, thing. We'll have to go into more detail, yeah, yeah. but it is for sure. It is it. It still boggles the mind, but no, man. Like, I don't know. I I mean, it's not like fucking Duke Nukem Forever's like Chinese democracy, but like yeah. it is. It is certainly something that I feel that will probably be talked on throughout some time. But anyway, we'll go ahead and move on with that. The new PlayStation, and and like at this point, and Sarah's definitely when like it comes to kind of outlining the tech between the three of us. I feel like he's the one that's got his finger on the pulse, probably uh, more accurately than any of us. Um, but I, I really want to talk about some of the uh, bullet points that that Sony is really pushing out the door and how insanely non-consumer friendly they sound just let's let's jump on this train together we have 8k which isn't even like i think a resolution that's viably available to any realistic public market Uh fucking ray tracing which is like i don't even know what that is (laughs) Like it's, according to Nvidia, it's the holy grail of computer graphics, and it bothers me every time I friggin' see that. Uh, okay, grail. but like, get out of here. It's just technology. But are we getting but, just to the point where now the console just wants to be a PC? Because I think it was for a while their PCs were trying to be consoles until they realized that there's a consumer market where they just want to build the beastie, like huge hardcore PC, and now they know there's a market for that. And so they just said, well, fuck it. We don't want to be like consoles anymore. Well, What's the point? We're like, we can do more than that. So you're our right, consoles though. trying to be the PC now? Like, I just don't understand, like, what the concept of I that is. I feel like is. there's a lot of role you're not reversal. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about it is, like, it's all built on x86 architecture anyway. That's, that's exactly what a PC is. Yeah. So, you know, they use the same components, more or less off the shelf. And... Which is crazy, because it was, like, I don't think Sony was really about that. I, I could tell Microsoft was kind of leaning into that that kind of space you know the digital the we can play multiple things we can do multiple things like they were leaning into that pc audience i think for a while there especially with the play anywhere stuff 
I didn't think Sony was really going to be embracing that, but I feel like I feel like with Switch kind of doing what it's been doing with gaming consoles, I think that Sony just wants to kind of get away from gaming consoles and be something more. Well, but I mean, it, but it's like to, it's like to the extreme, like it's turned up to eleven. I don't know if I feel like that's the right choice to do. I mean, the, way, the point, way that I see it is that, um, like, the PlayStation Four was the first PlayStation console that wasn't built from the ground up. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't like uh, yeah. what, what was the stuff they were using before that it was like it had like not Linux, but like it had like it was Linux. It was Linux. It was. Okay, it was like but, all proprietary shit, right? But the uh, the hardware itself was like highly customized. Yeah, yeah, shit, like. It it had a uh, a custom ATI graphics processor. The cell processor was just this weird multiplex system that no one could make proper use of. Yeah, <laughs> they went from like nine cores to five throughout the course of the life cycle of the uh, sure go backwards uh, of the system, right? So like, because no one was using nine cores, it didn't have enough RAM. So, and five hundred twelve megs of RAM. What are you going to do, right? Yeah, and it, but even then, too. Like that, also that worked to the detriment of the previous hardware iteration they had, the PlayStation Three, where like the architecture of the hardware was. No, that's what I was talking about. The PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four is so is off the, the shelf. It, yeah. it might as like the internals of the PlayStation Four were more or less the same as the Xbox. Well, I mean, One. it's yeah, yeah. At this point, every home console is like when you have something that has a solid state drive and a CPU that can yeah. just run at an analog that's comparable to that of a PC. I mean, I, the lines are no longer blurred at this point. It's just a matter of labels. It's just a custom front end. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but at, at this point though, I, I kind of, the, the whole appeal of a home console is just like the ease of, all of it to not have to it, upgrade it, a PC and like have like specific components to play the game you want. Like it's made for the game and that's it. You don't. Do I mean, but that's else. not even that's not even the climate we live yeah. in anymore. I mean, With, PS4 like, every, Pro, Xbox One. X, I don't sure, know how many sure. things I boot that just New require 3DS, like, even the Switch. You know, like, I can't even yeah. boot fucking Starlink on right now because I don't have an SD card with enough space to uh, run the a required update. How big is your SD card? I I have none. In yeah, there right yeah, now. Uh, yeah. I, oh, I, fucking! I got stock. Get a get a hundred and twenty eight gig. I think you can get them for as little as twenty bucks down there. Yeah, that that's, I mean, that's going to be the next purchase venture. Do it. But like, I, I'm my concern is because like even then, and and we're gonna talk like I I feel like just combining these two because on on the uh, edge of this news being released, we've also got confirmation of the Xbox One S. All digital, mm-hmm. which the I don't. The sad, sad but the like sad. You know what really makes me sad about that, though. If I'm 100 percent honest, it's still the same fucking price as the yes. one with the drive. Yes. What the hell is that? Come so, on. So I think when we recorded last, it was either right before end of the year or like maybe shortly thereafter. I I talked about Microsoft. If they were smart about it, they would do some kind of a program where they made you pay one price. And you got like the system, like, and then you got Xbox Live Gold. And you paid for two years, and then once it was paid off, system's paid off, and your gold's been paid that whole time. This kind of feels like what they're going towards because now I've heard rumors of them saying they're going to bundle Game Pass and Live for one price. So if you think about it, you get the the digital system, you pay for your gold membership, you pay for your Game Pass, which is basically your library of games at that point. And it's like you, you could forego like even going to the store, buying a game, or buying a game on the marketplace. It's just it's all conveniently i don't know netflixed into your like console like I, it just seems like it's such a weird 
I understand it. Like it makes sense, but for who? That's, but it's not. That's treading more into. It, uh, it's, it's not for the it's, core it's gamer. It's on live. Yeah, yeah, cloud gaming. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, it's not even for the core gamer. It's like for like the person says, I don't know. I guess I'll play this. I don't really know what I'm doing though. But like, the thing, the thing about it, I don't. I, just distribution, and 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 just the cost of all of that alone but sarah's right it should be less like you should not be paying full price for what we can get now and you're losing Mm. like like you're getting less it's the same hard drive and it's the same internals one terabyte isn't it it's missing an optical drive so like ergo if there's less in it it should cost less to produce and thus be less for the consumer yeah yeah what the fuck yeah agreed which I then again, though, if they are if they are including like a full year of live and a full year yeah, of game something pass, like that, right? that makes sense to me. Like it you, might offset the cost. You're probably right there, but I mean, at the same yeah. time, come on. Yeah, and Xbox One, you can get like at the holidays for like what, like 150 bucks at some point. Like it was like super, with the super drive, cheap. yeah, yeah, it was like, super cheap. Yeah, but like, it, and it it's also the core model. It's not even like the one that's optimized with any of the new features for visual fidelity, like 4k yeah. or HDR. I wonder if it'll have an HDMI in and an HDMI out. Like all the other ones do. Do you think? Well, it'll do a- 4k video playback, but like not gaming. Mm, yeah. I mean, I can see that. I just between that right now and then the direction Sony's going, which I'm not even entirely sure what direction it's going in. Um, I just don't even know if that's needed. Like, I really don't think we need to be talking about that stuff right now. I really no, don't. I it, really don't think it's like we're we're ready for that next gen. Like, it's I not d- really needed. We've got kind of the stopgap right now with the four, and I feel like I've I, we've only I've personally only adopted the four just now, but I'm fine with the four at this point. Yeah, I'm fine with the one X. I'm very ha- i mean i've i've had some gripes with my fucking television at oh dude that whole nightmare yeah. my, within nine men um not even nine like six months of owning this goddamn television this smart tv it's already fucked up and i've had to have the motherboard replaced by warranty and yeah. and even then like i've also come to the conclusion and i've made an arrangement with sarah that will work out for him the moment i can get my shit together but my headset is preventing me from even getting HDR access to my PlayStation 4 Pro because it's the first generation model of it and the revision is the only one that actually accommodates HDR. Mm. So, and there's no way, like, yeah, so I can't even get, like, the full throttle that I wanted. And, and like, you have all these stop gaps and we're already talking about something new altogether, but apparently it's supposed to be fully backwards compatible that's uh-huh. another big bullet point which is a weird a weird thing for Sony to lean into considering how much it kind of trashed like the feature as a whole like in in previous conversations Sayer just had that look man he's like Mm-mm. I'm just thinking to myself like y'all are talking about HDR getting like 4K visuals this and that and I'm just thinking to myself man I just wish I could get the biggest chunkiest fucking pixels I can out of my old stuff (laughs) which that's it that's all I don't care about anything else I I just know that Sony's like focusing on like yeah 8K graphics the human eye can't see 8K you fuckers you you fuckers just figured out how to let us change our fucking gamer tag like you just figured it out (laughs) It's been this fucking long and you just figured out how for us to change our name without fucking shit up. And they didn't like, even figure it out. There's games that if you try using a new gamer tag, 
it might fuck up your game. Like it hasn't been fucking tested. Without oh, these dude, the fucking things hand? here, yeah, right. I can't see the pixels on my computer screen. It's right in front of my face. That's 1080p. Yeah. How am I going to see anything on 4K unless it's like a 65 inch TV? The secret to 8K resolution is that everything looks wet at all times. I don't the want that. The secret is you have wet. to have a 100-inch screen. The, the, just ev- everything's made in Unreal Engine? I don't want this. Yeah, everything's just <laughs> Everything buttery, looks like fucking Gears of War? Smooth. No. The secret is you can buy a 1080p TV for like a fraction of a fraction of the cost and still have a decent time. That's what I'm I, saying. I, the, the best gaming experience I've had on any kind of screen in recent memory, and so much so that I just forewent any television screens... I hooked up this games monitor I got back here for my gaming. It's 15 fucking inches. It's the tiniest screen I've ever owned in my life. But it's one millisecond response time, 144 hertz. Like, it's the best experience. And it's like the tiniest fucking screen. But only Wait, because... move out of the way a bit. I want to see it. It's that. It's that. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I, I, that's all I fucking play my shit on now. Because it's it sucks that it's a small screen, but it's the best quality I can get. Like, I don't think we have to go super big and... Sorry. Yeah. Super big. Hi. Microphone, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, let's. Anyway, yeah. go on. I, I I was gaffing there for a minute. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like I don't think we have to go for that bigger. Like Sarah's saying, like this like crazy resolution because we're not gonna know the fucking difference anyways. Won't be able to physically see it. No, it's, it's it's just a sales point. It's just a fucking marketing thing. I think, but like, it all goes really back to development and and just how you can even capitalize or optimize something because like. My, Sarah brings up a great point as far as chunky pixels, like my fucking whole just like, gnarly I, like fucking Katana just, Zero. Let's get that shit going, man. For sure. Yeah, do some like fucking Neo Geo full uh-huh. scale alpha fucking driven. I love Here's it. Here's the thing with that too, because like as you guys know, like I'm retrofitting all of my shit with RGB output via HDR. Uh, or I'm sorry, HDR HD Retrovision fucking cables and like it's been amazing RG- but- rgb like it's gonna have lights and stuff like uh like razor no rgb is just uh <laughs> like you know fucking, say, oh, right? is yeah. it a buzzword yeah lights and shit man you're gonna fucking like lights and but like the thing i'm running into okay. for once it does make a difference yeah the the thing i'm running into with rgb output is that certain games were developed with the limitations involved where RGB wasn't commercially available or viably available for the time of its release so like a lot of games that relied on the dithering especially Sega CD games that involve like the dithering which is like the blend of various pixels that come to like that blur that's used in composite output once you get that sharp crisp ass RGB everything is just really dotty like playing lethal enforcers on a Sega CD with RGB output everything looks like it's covered in sand like everything (laughs) looks like a fucking tortilla chip I can't shoot anything (laughs) another game that uses dithering uh, extensively is like Final Fantasy 9 so if you ever played that on PS1, you'd know what dithering is if you played it through, like, an LCD television. But here's the yeah. thing, though. You can get around that if you play it on a PlayStation 2 and kind of mess with, like, the the PlayStation settings. Oh, for... the um, uh, texture smoothing? Yes. Yeah. And, like, it, and that has a fucking gorgeous pop through oh, yes. HD Retrovision. Yeah. So I would definitely... But, the, like, there are some workarounds, but it's... It's just Which also, it's kind of ironic, actually, that uh, HD Retrovision is, you know, on a. Uh, they make PS2 specific cables because it had component to begin with. 
And there were yeah. even games that ran in 720p? Well, no, they're they're using it through component to get no. I mean, no, but, no, there know, there weird. are there there are four games that run in HD off of the PS2. Uh, the I Japanese one version, of them is black. Uh, yeah, that's one of them. Uh, Tony Hawk, I think, is another one, and Valkyria Chronicle or Valkyria Chronicles. Listen to me, Valkyria Valkyrie Profile Two, but only the Japanese version. Huh. Yeah, yeah it's it is a. Uh, I'm gonna I, I was actually sure. wanting to see if I can mess around with a uh, copy of Black for the PS2 and see like how well it would do through that output. But uh, I digress. The the point into going into that is that there, it's really at the discretion of the developers, like what they can even do because it, it always comes back down to that. And I feel like we already have so much access to tech just on the PC front. And you have to you have to really ask yourself like what is commercially viable, like people didn't think that like VR would be as successful. I I don't think Sony like really anticipated it, and now it's they're leaning into it harder than they've ever leaned into it, and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But like, but VR but, but, even but, has but, its but, but I think they only do that because now the technology and the price point is like easier to yeah and i think that what they're offering or what they're proposing that they're going to offer isn't something that's going to be like accessible for everyone i think vr now is easier to afford it's easier to comprehend it's easier to implement uh but what they're promising with this it just feels like it's overkill with with sony it does like i feel like it's just like who are they selling this for you know i don't know i i and and here's the thing too like i I can tell they did not anticipate like what sort of were they even uh, like ready to talk about this stuff yet? Like how did it even get out? Like it sounds like the uh, guy that kind of talked to him off the record was just like asking questions. But how did it even like did it slip? Is it an official press release or like, how, how's, well, no, how's the story getting out? Uh, Mark Kearney has actually already done some interviews. The creator and... of Knack. <laughs> The, the, Dude, the, I hope the, that follows him. The everywhere. the prophet that gave us Knack and also the sequel Knack. Wait, did Knack two come out? Yeah, Knack okay. two did come out. <laughs> Knack two is actually not bad. Okay, <laughs> Knack is just so like when I think of Knack, I just think of like oh man, that's if like DreamWorks just made a fucking like a corn like, bread like if game. like if if Andy's playing a video game in Toy Story, that's the game he'd be playing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, uh. Oh, dude, but I. I, I'm fine with the conversation being had, but I think the bigger, aside from like all the other things, which I'm sure like we will squeeze into the future topic, but I've noticed that like at this point between the all digital Xbox one S like even like being a thing that's being ventured and then whatever, like the new hardware iteration will be from Sony. The the other big, huge debacle, which I just, for the life of me, I don't, I do not fucking understand the static. I don't understand why everyone's getting all fucked up gnarly over it. But um, the uh, reveal, and I don't remember what it was. Uh, what was the game that's going to get... Uh, oh, Borderlands. Uh-huh. Borderlands is 3 is going to get a timed exclusive... PC uh, release only on the Epic Store, yes. which is a new store client that Epic is is doing. Yes, in like competition with Steam. Yeah, I. But just the absolute vitriol, like the yeah. fucking like commotion, this whole thing, and and like 
I, I mean, I, I would hardly call myself a PC gamer. I, I dabble. I play when I can and I get into it at times, but I don't think I have... I don't think I have the consistency with that that I do with just my consoles. Uh-huh. But I cannot understand where the fucking, like, just yeah. the people shouting, like, heresy yeah. over something essentially being available to them from a free 20 megabyte launcher. Yes. Like a client that could be down. And, and I love that because there's two things that came up from that I really thought were interesting. Like... I think Alyssa on Twitter said it best. She's like, I'm okay with clicking on a different icon on my screen to play the game for me. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. You're just launching a different client to play this game. It's not that big of a deal. But I, I can understand people getting pissed if they had, like, said pre-ordered it and then found out. Because that was talking about Metro, the new Metro game. People had pre-ordered it on Steam, and then it suddenly came out, and they said, well, it's only on Epic. It's not on Steam. I get that. That That's a reason to be pissed off. You pre-ordered games stating it was coming out on Steam, they switch sides and then you don't get your game. I get that. That that is kind of shitty, but it came out out of the gate like, hey, it's coming Epic. Download this free launcher, like you said. Like, and it's fucked up because that I downloaded that the first fucking day it came out, and they've been giving out free games every two weeks since. Like, I get it, man. Like, there, Steam needs fucking competition. Like, why are we against the idea of competition in gaming? It creates and sparks new things and new opportunities like there's no reason to be against it but they are because they're so fucking like oh my god pc master race and now they've gone after our steam they're going after lord gaben like no you can't do that it's not acceptable like i i don't understand that i I get it man like like epic's gotta throw around this fortnite money man let them they're fucking yeah they're 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 fucking money hand over fist they don't know what to do with all this fucking v bucks gotta do something with it i mean come on Y'all, it's just video games. Yeah, come on, guys. Chill out. It's just video games. Come on. Hang out. Come on. Like, like, let's all gather around and just hey, whisper at, it. At least it's not League of Legends, slowly. am I right? <laughs> Fuck oh, that game. no. La, 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 la. Yeah, exactly. You know what's funny? <laughs> like, I do not, for the life of it, it, it really does just stem to brand loyalty. Yes. I don't think I've ever heard anything even <sighs> remotely comparable to, like, fucking Battle.net. Not once. <laughs> yeah. Like, not fucking once. Because they only offer, everybody... yeah, they offer like six games. That's all they have. Yeah. yeah but like, uh, the, the, the people have been able to simultaneously switch and play between that. What? Like fucking what, dude? <laughs> like I just. Yeah. I'm, I, this is my old and, man on his lawn moment. And I, I just don't understand. I'm pretty sure that you can launch games that aren't in your Steam library through Steam. So if you really wanted to, you could probably launch it through Epic and then just fucking like redirect it to your steam like library if you really wanted to like if it's that big of a fucking deal that you have a game in this launcher like i get i'm ocd about my libraries and shit i want to see all my games together in like its own separate place so i get like people bought borderlands one two pre-sequel and now they can't have three right next to it in their library in their digital library that doesn't fucking exist but i don't know it just yeah it seems like a fucking weird thing to get pissed off about can we just get pissed off about randy pitchard doing magic around fucking people and make them disappear or or no or or randy pitchford doing or or otherwise owning in possession of some insanely like that should be a goddamn press point yeah like, but he may but he may disappear and now we're fine now borderlands 3 is coming out yay he hit the panic button he's like oh shit my my, my, my fucking my fucking assistant's it's, getting me out there and put me on blast I don't, borderlands 3 I, don't, I just i don't know man there's a lot yeah 
there's a lot but it's it's just funny that these are the um these are the topics of concern that have like captured uh this is like what the pulse is right now and i i just don't know like i don't i don't think anybody's shit is really in um in sync so i'm curious to kind of see how this develops further also Another big thing about it is is that uh, Sony is opting out of E3 for the very first time this year. So they've already kind of dabbled in doing their own proprietary uh, press offering with the PlayStation experience. Um, but I kind of would like to know, I mean, if they're, they're going the Nintendo route with... Um, if, it, if instead of be instead of it being a treehouse, they better call it like the blanket fort or something. The blanket fort. Uh, I would love that Sony blanket fort. I, I don't know, man. It's already like it's. I I find it's not a coincidence. It's not by like there. There's absolutely no mistake surrounding like the timing of this leak slash reveal. There's definitely something afoot uh i'm just curious to see how sony is gonna like command like how how exactly they go about revealing more information when they're skipping out of e3 and microsoft staying firmly in <laughs> like um, the only thing left at this point yeah <laughs> so mm. either way um there's some other news to kind of talk on uh before we go ahead and uh move forward uh, we've got the Sega Genesis Mini, uh, revealed 10 more games. Uh, again, we've already seen like four different versions of a plug and play HDMI output, uh, hardware of, of a Genesis. But this one is particularly special because it is essentially Sega. It, it's, it's an admission of Sega understanding that this is a, uh, market that they have fucked up especially in comparison to Nintendo and how they've handled it and especially Sony, which they were just like, lol, like, you know, it's there. Um, But the exciting uh, bit of this hardware, and I mean, we've already talked about it, M2, Mm -hmm. which I think is like in concern to any entity out there that understands how uh, Sega hardware works and how to best emulate like what, to do with the Genesis for like uh, modern tech. They are definitely the party that should be involved. And Sega is uh, doing some deep cuts here that I didn't think like the one thing that's still surprising me is that they're going to offer 40 games. Um, How many? 40. 40. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. But like, God damn, here are some of the games that like, I didn't even imagine. I didn't realize that was going to be that many. Yeah, but Jesus. like so far here, the ten new uh, reveals. Okay. Uh, surprisingly, I mean not surprisingly, but I I I don't know. I I'd imagine that Sega maybe still retains the rights distribution wise, so maybe that's how they got. And plus, they develop these games. But the uh, the Disney Illusion games, as far as Castle Illusion and World of Illusion, which uh, dude. I've always been in that camp that World of Illusion is so it's like leaps and bounds fucking better than Castle of Illusion. Are those Capcom? Yet, no, no, those no. are Sega developed. Wow. Okay. Um, but Thunder Force Three, 
Yep. He's uh, also among that land stalker, which oh, yes. you, I mean, one. is that uh, isometric style? That okay, what's the one that's on Dreamcast? For that's what? Time Stalker. Time Stalker. Same same thing, like same uh, I'd say same series. Yeah, same series. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, the climax games are fucking like neat. I would love to do it's... an episode just purely on the climax games. Yeah, like Dark Savior, uh, Alundra. Like oh, all of yes. those games are all yeah. in a weird, like they're all very similar. Okay. Um, but even then, prior to that, they've already like uh, Gunstar Heroes, sure. Castlevania Bloodlines no is going to be in it. Um, there's a ton, of, I mean, like stuff that you already knew that was going to be there, like Altered Beast yeah. and Echo the Dolphin. Sure. But uh, the Konami games being in there was kind of a thing I was not expecting. Sure. Uh, and then, yeah, the Illusion games. And those are 20 out of the 40. We can only hope Alien Soldier isn't one of them. And huh. fucking, like, try to see, like, how how deep Sega can go. For all we know, dude, Musha might fucking end up on this. Dude, dude, or dude, dude, maybe already being answer. announced, dude, at least for the Japanese one. Do we get Lethal Enforcers and get some kind of a gun attachment? Like, is that a possibility? Not unless you want fucking Senator Lieberman. Like knock, kick down your fucking house and just be like, I would, but I don't, what? I don't think he's alive. Is he still alive? <laughs> is he still? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. He I is, hope. but okay. we don't hear much about him. Fair. Um, no. <laughs> I think the thing about that though is that like gun games don't work uh, particularly well. I figured not on uh, LCD TVs. I figured not. Well, I, there's actually some new developments and and like I know Hyperkin did one right. Yeah, well, Hypergun's working on one now that's supposed yeah. to be uh, accessible and retrofit uh, most all old consoles. So I don't know how exactly that'll work because I think aside from the PlayStation, all of them, like, I don't know, the most, like, advanced that I've seen is the stunner on the Saturn. Because that, like, it has tracking in it without actually having a direct connection. It's tracking all through sensory. Yeah. And, I, dude... Yeah, light gun technology, we can do a whole, which huh. we, we have before. Like, light guns are a big thing here, but yeah, I, I'm i excited for this Genesis piece of hardware, and it's, like, looking to be, I don't know, I think it's going to be a hot ticket item. It's going to be just as successful as the SNES Classic, though I, it, it all kind of mates stun. I don't think it will be. I, I genuinely don't. Um, do you think Sega's already kind of burned too many bridges with, like, the at-games yeah, iterations? I do. That is fair, because like you can get these pieces of shit right now, and like they're, I I I like how the comments in here. Everyone's talking about how just because now that Castle Illusion is a part of this, that they want Aladdin. Who fucking wants Aladdin? Like the Genesis version. <laughs> I'm sorry, I I, I don't understand. Genesis Aladdin, Aladdin was awesome. Was it really? Yeah, dude. I, I, I'm in the was, camp that Genesis Aladdin is way better than Capcom Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm getting them confused. Oh yeah. Fucking someone talked about the X Men game on there. That X Men game was fucking legit. Oh god damn. The one where like you get no title screen, nothing. You just fucking just get launched dropped. into the shit. Like I'm fucking Night Stalker. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That game. I don't was know how you could probably uh, emulate that though. That because there's... did I did I see though that there was going to be a character slot on this as well? Ooh. No, I don't. I don't know. You can put fucking Sega Actually, CD on that shit of 32X and fucking yes. make it into Voltron. <laughs> Chuck it in there. Yeah. Well, I want a 32X I, I, classic. Hey, man, fuck it. I would, if this does well, I would I'm love all that. about it. Let's just go. The entire library would just be on it. Yeah, that would um, be it. Yeah. Well, okay, because 
Well, there's also the uh, the analog just re- uh, analog just recently uh, released the Mega SG. And yeah, that I don't know, man. It hasn't. I I think now that it's become a little bit more viable, um, it doesn't have that like mystique that. Um, I mean, the retro scene is all fucked up now between clone hardware. Uh, the Polymega is like making some splashes too which i'm sure we'll talk about once they they, they've been releasing quite a few uh trailers and screens of saturn emulation and it's probably some of the best emulation i've seen from a saturn uh, aside from like a rhea or a phoebe in action um but yeah dude that that shit is hot right now and i'm kind of looking forward to see what the sega classic will do i just have it off to the side um last bit of news and i don't know i kind of wish we had more time to really like dive into it but i really want to talk to you guys about what may be the most fucked up april fool's joke in the video game industry um that like i don't know it's having these weird like like this is gonna it's just it's so fucking bizarre to me okay so and i'm gonna show note the game the game is awful and you can purchase it right now for five dollars on steam that i know of I, i don't know if it's been taken off that storefront but there's some drama alone with that and i i i just love to know how this whole thing went down but on april fools among all of the other like fucking corporate circle jerking of of guerrilla marketing through this fucking now sham of a holiday all holidays are shams but this one um a a boutique publisher by the name of limited rare you like like fucking like nuance for nuance co-opting the goddamn font that's in limited runs logo like can it's basically confirm, yes yeah it's just it looks like it's a like a really shittily done parody okay comes out and is advertising a physical run of this game that you can purchase like and get shipped and it's insane. This was April, like, we were recording in the same goddamn month. In the same month we were recording. And they did this on April 1st. Okay. And everything about it looked like a absolute sham. Like, like nothing looked legitimate. And, but the weird thing was, is that all the links weren't dead links that led to some sort of g- gag splash page. You can go through a checkout process and spend fucking money in which people bit the bullet and they did and they spent money on a in a physical copy of this game that was being published by this boutique publisher so everybody kind of been has been waiting with bated breath and the publisher has been releasing some of the most weird fucked up tweets like when their Twitter page was active saying, please, my whole life has been ruined. Like because of this, like like our professional careers are in tatters because the fact that nobody believes that this is a game, please like, like such tongue in cheek nonsense that you like, everybody was just like, God, this is such a shitty joke. We are now nearing the, we're like, we're, we're like April 22nd, 21st. Physical copies have been showing up on everybody's doorstep. It's real. It's in people's hands. God. This is a fucking thing. This company has vanished. But I feel like it's you one of those cannot... things. It's like just because you can doesn't mean that you should. 
the funniest thing about this is the 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 postage address that's posted on all the parcels that contains this game is a is a Goodwill location in like North Carolina. This company's IP address was registered somewhere in Russia. What the fuck? It is everything about this is so bizarre, and no one can get a handle on it. No one and it, like I, I I'm surprised that bigger outlets aren't. Like, I don't know if this is just one of those, like, underground, like, rumblings, but, like, I find it so insane. And, like, if you eBay copies of this game right now, there's currently one sitting at forty nine hundred ninety nine. He's like, got it. Paid. Yep. I mean, no, there's uh, the ones that are available here between 400 and $1,000 U.S. Damn. Like, don't do it, man. No, don't That's do it. fucking don't do bullshit. It. Fucking stupid. Don't do that. God damn. But it. like, I, as far as artificial rarity or whatnot, but like, you think about it, because like, how? I mean, to what extent? Like, I, I want Sony to talk about this, because Sony with like strictly limited, limited run, super rare. I think super rare's done some distribution for Sony. Like now, because we're in this weird climate of boutique publishing for physical copies of games that would normally be digital only and like their UPCs are different like it the whole like realm about it's pretty blurry at what point do you really account for like this being an official release to where it has like a a value in in the market of video games it's not like Limited run, I would qualify because at this point you can commercial. You don't even have to go through limited run anymore. You they have a deal with Best Buy where Best Buy is exclusively carrying their stuff that you can purchase very easily and excessively. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I kind of just weirded out that this whole thing even happened. But like, I don't. How do you even address like? How do you guys? What's your take on it? Like, if have I done my best to present this weird, what may be the most fucked up, non-April Fool's joke? I don't. I. I. I the developers are also weirdly silent, and I think they have also disappeared without a trace. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, like I said, like I kind of mentioned this. I think when we were kind of talking about it before the show, uh, it's kind of like Death Cargo. For me, because I don't know if you guys remember, this is going on like God, I don't know, four years ago maybe. They came out. It was this like slasher, like horror film company was making a video game that had like mocapped actors, like Mortal Kombat did, and there was like super violent fatalities. And they were making this game, and they had you pay up front. Like the game wasn't out, the game wasn't done, but they're saying like pay up front, and you get the game when it comes out. So I was like, fuck it, this this looks cool. This is like before Kickstarter, or like maybe like when Kickstarter was kind of its infancy. And so I was like, yeah, this fucking looks cool. Like I definitely want to get this. And then you pay for it, and there's some kind of a demo supposedly, but then the demo would never work on your PC. I can never get the fucking thing to work on my computer. And then like yeah, they just kind of just they got kind of drugged through the mud by Kotaku and a couple other outlets. And then they're just like, yeah, the game's not coming out in this form. Like, we'll come out with something eventually. And then, like, I never heard anything about it ever again. But at least with this, like, supposedly, supposedly they're saying it's out. It's a thing. But the same thing happened to us when we bought, like, paid in for this death cargo. People were posting on forums and posting online saying, yeah, it's a real thing. See, here it is. Here's my copy. 
I'm like, cool. You're like the same one person that comments and posts on everything that they talk about. Like they're all like always automatically defending the company saying, yeah, it's real. Look, see, I have it. And I wonder if it's the same thing with this. Like are people just posting saying, yeah, it's real. Here it is. And these are just people like fucking planted by the company saying, yeah, like, well, see, and I want to go like, that far, like, but like, but I'm, I, in- I'm just wondering, like, how do you legitimize? Like, I want it from like a legitimate source saying, "Here it is. We have a copy." Like, if it was like a reputable source, I might believe it. But I feel like this is just people planted by the company just to pull this fucking prank or joke or whatever it is. Like, I don't feel at, like it's at the same time. At the same time, though, I mean, I'm on the ESRB website here, and it's listed. It is it's there. Wow. You know, I just don't want people to fucking. For the PlayStation like, Four is a physical copy. Yeah, I mean, if people are gonna like waste their money on stuff, that's one thing, man. But like, I don't know. I just don't like the idea of people losing money on something that's not real. I, I hope for their sake. I mean, if you spend money on a product and it's real, then I mean, whatever. Like, spend the money the way you want to. I just don't want people to get like ripped off of their money. Like, they get nothing to show for it. But do you feel like the spectacle of this whole thing is even gonna have like any real impact? Probably not, because like... I didn't even know this thing until you started talking about. It. Like, I've not heard anything about this until just now. I'm I'm still just blown away by it. Yeah. And like I'm seeing like I I'll, I'll I'll see the rumblings on Twitter and whatnot, but it's just it's one of those things where it didn't even appear to be vaporware. It looked like it was like everything about it just screamed scam. Uh-huh. And I it, uh it I, I got their their website up actually. Oh, you found it. So uh, is, is, the developers? Is it not dead anymore? Yeah. diggity.net. <laughs> what? Dude. Dig, dig, diggity what? Diggity.net. Okay. Yep. Oh, man. Poop Slinger right. for PC and PS4. Yeah. PC? Can I get on Steam? Yeah, is, yeah or, for, for, five for $5. Or, yeah. or is it... Oh. But this. But you're saying it's because it's a physical release is what the issue right. is now. I see. Okay. So it's always been a game. It's always been in existence. It's just the physical right. copy has but been the, the issue. but the physical copy of the... Okay. Right. So I don't know. I just find it bizarre that the whole thing went down um as weirdly as it did sure but i'll probably i'm gonna have a proper editorial out on it and kind of try to like do my best to like hit the beat in in report on it and i really want to do a nice little editorial on it and just talk like because it, it's fucking the go timing, down the rabbit all hole of its yeah. intentional. Uh-huh. why would you yeah, yeah. like but the the whole joke like the meta of it is that like it completely turned on the expectations like it's one of those like the the manipulation of april fools and the fact that like everything that is done is intentionally just so far outreaching and whatnot but at the same time there's a lot of ideas for as absurd as they are are also like amazing like hyperkin teased a revision of the wonder swan um, where they're like the hyper swan and like people are like this is such a good idea why don't you guys actually do it instead of tease at the idea of it and at one point the smart boy was that very same thing it was an April Fool's joke that like got yep. so much commotion that it materialized into a real peripheral so it's just it's it's so funny to me I mean even then just April Fool's like we we live in a world now where like you can play as the quote unquote Shenlong in Street Fighter games now. Yeah. It's just it's uh, Sonic is in Smash Brothers now. <laughs> Nothing is sacred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just it I don't know. I I found it fucking hilarious and like it's but it's bizarre and I would say almost 
I don't know if it's like history making. I don't know, but the fact that like not enough people are talking about it, probably not. I don't know. Um, I think we should really hit up what's in your console. Yeah. What are you guys thinking? Sure. All right. I'm going <laughs> to... All right, so for what's in your console, I'm going to go ahead and start with Sarah. Because Sarah, I've been walking in on his streams. I've been really enjoying it. But sure, yeah, he's been put, put, putting, the, putting the grind in for sure. He's been uh, streaming a bunch Sarah's of stuff. Sarah's definitely made Pilot Wing 64 seem appealing again. <laughs> I'll definitely say that. I don't know about that. Like, it was a fun time, I guess, for that uh, for that stream, but uh, I don't know how how often I'd go back to it. Maybe if I got the Japanese version, we'll see. What's the difference? Uh, not much. <laughs> it's just in Japanese. That's all. But I can play it on my uh, I can play it on my Japanese system. That's really the only difference between the two. So, so. what what has been in your console? If you can, well. Um, I mean, all kinds of stuff, really. I got a Japanese PlayStation a little while ago. And um, one of the games that I had uh, purchased for it was a copy of uh, uh, 70s robot anime, uh, anime rather, uh, Gepi X. And uh, that game is a trip if you haven't played it. Sounds it. awesome. Um, it already sounds good. It's, <laughs> it's definitely neat. Um, it's been have throwing it me even? off because you've been saying that, and for some reason in my fucked up brain... Because and it's funny we didn't talk about this news, uh, but there's a Japanese publisher that's working in conjunction with unfortunately Play Asia to do a uh, a reproduction re-release of Grey Lancer for the Mega yeah. Drive and Col- Columbus Circle. Actually, it's not a, a conjunction thing. It's just uh, they're they're getting some copies of it. Oh, okay, so they yeah. don't. That's good because I would I don't know, but anyway, that, that's so, for another. This is the game here. That Get looks X. fucking awesome, man. I'm already it's, about it. It's neat. It's a four disc game. God damn! What the fuck? Uh, Why? Is this a shoot 'em up? It is a shoot 'em up. Yes. And here's the thing: it plays, start to finish, like a multi-season anime. Oh, I so, love that. It's in the style of 70s animation too. So it has an opening animation. Oh my god! You go through the first half of the it. stage. Yes. Then there's a commercial break. It does like fucking Oz- <laughs> it, it, it does like fucking Azura's Wrath before Azura's Wrath. I love yeah. it. And then you play the second half of the stage, and then you get the ending credits and a uh, you know a preview for the next episode. God, and it does so that for cool. eight episodes. I love that. That's yeah. so fucking cool. But here's the coolest part: you can change how the story goes depending on a certain like pivotal point in the game. Branching storylines. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking cool. That's really. But cool. how do you? Okay. And it's so funny because I thought basically what I was the point I was trying to uh, get at is I thought Jeppy or Geppy X was like a, a weird nickname for Grey Lancer that I was understanding. But going back to this because it sounds fucking dope. Yeah. It is How dope. do you trigger these alternate paths? Is it like a physical route that you can take in the scrolling level or is it an enemy that you can shoot down? 
it's it's how you defeat a certain enemy how? without without going into spoiler territory because this game needs to be experienced huh. it's weird yeah. you know it's funny that you say that because that reminds me because like cuphead just recently got re-released so i've been getting down into that and i still i think it's long enough to where i can talk about it i still love the concept that with the run and gun levels that the actual best ranking is if you do not kill anything hmm. You get the pacifist ranking, and that's technically. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and I and I love little touches like that. But this, like how, how obviously telegraphed is it that like you can like I'm oh man, how much is it's not this? particularly well telegraphed. How much is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's it's one of the pricier uh, PlayStation shooters. Oh, okay. I think it's it's ranked in the top five most expensive. Oh. Um, and exclusive. how did you get a copy of it? Uh, I purchased it. <laughs> I, I, I bought. I bought it with money. <laughs> I, I traded legal tender for it. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. No. Um, Purchase uh, for I goods mean, and services. <laughs> hey, Patreon is a wonderful thing, and uh, if uh, if y'all want to support Bullet Heaven in any capacity, feel free to hit me up on Patreon.com/slash/theraxer, and uh, at at the very least, one dollar an episode will help us get. Rare examples of shoot 'em ups, such as Gabby X. Yes. Now, ha- <laughs> and we I... thank all of our current patrons for making that happen. So, and I actually, well, go ahead. Was this something that's been covered, like on uh, on Bullet Heaven or on the streams? I'm writing the script. Oh my right god, now. I can't wait! Yes. I can't fucking yeah. wait. So, so it's yeah. a teaser for everyone that's waiting for that episode. Exactly, that's, it's, I'm it's so happening. Fucking yeah. Pumped. Um, so but there's a little more to the story, actually. I was live streaming it because I got blackout drunk last weekend and uh, didn't do a stream. So on Monday, I, I decided, hey, yeah, let's play Gepi X for the first time. Cool, cool. Uh, and then I got to disc three and the disc didn't read. Uh-oh. And I'm like, Twist. oh, fuck. So couldn't get it to work. Um, and then basically I went out the, the very next day. Uh, I traveled to the next town over because they're the closest people that had a uh, a resurfacer at a place called Renegade Records. Uh-huh. And I put it through the ringer, and I brought it back, and it still didn't go. So um, it could be that the PlayStation that I have has a, a less powerful laser than it should be. Yeah. Um, so what I did was I put it into a uh, into my PC DVD drive, see if anything was uh, was like wrong with music it. tracks is the oh Rebecca i Cotton. love it yes well not even that yeah no it's uh it's just it. to see if it could see the data on the disc without you know taking too long or read errors or whatever right oh, and tell me you downloaded bleemcast and you just started playing it on <laughs> no it, it wasn't that the good news was that it read the disc there was no obvious issue uh the better news is that i've only got a dvd drive in my pc so what I did was I went on eBay to look for a PlayStation 2 Slim because they've got reliable lasers and it's a DVD drive. So it should, in theory, have exactly the same read capacity as my PC drive. And so I found one and I got in contact with a guy. And it turns out that he got in contact with me towards the end of last year because he realized who I was. <laughs> Uh, having bought from him before, oh nice! It, it dawned on him that it was the host of Bullet Heaven who he'd, be, who he'd been watching for years. So what he ended up doing was he ended up hooking me up with that eBay auction for nothing. And yeah, dude. Yeah, now I've got a Japanese PlayStation 2 in the mail. So we'll test it out there. But 
Uh, I also recently, and this it sort of all ties in together, also recently got a uh, a PlayStation Classic. <laughs> yes, because uh, yeah. they were cheap, dirt freaking yes, cheap at Walmart. So, I, I mine. so how how yeah how cheap are they at Walmart right now? Are they like in the thirty dollar range now? Yes, like high thirties. Yeah. yeah, like thirty five to forty bucks. As low as twenty bucks if you know where to buy them. Um, and then say, I mean. Get one, yeah, at that price, yeah, definitely. It. It's worth it for the controllers alone, right? Sure, two of them. Uh, because they're just USB. Plug them into a PC, go to town, right? I think they might even work for the Switch. Who knows? Oh, that'd be cool. Um, I will test that, by the way. Yeah, please, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, download yeah. Final Fantasy Nine. Let us know. Well, I don't even yes, know. Yes, actually, yeah, seven is still, yeah. Um. Oh fuck, seven. Yeah, seven. Mm-hmm. Well, I would be curious to know that. Hey, I mean, seven's hilarious. on the classic, right? So you know. Anyways, um, basically, uh, I bought this with the sole purpose of trying to hack it. And I know what you're thinking. I don't do hacks, right? Sure. But I'm not going to be using this for any sort of review, um, nor am I going to be using it for like streaming or anything like that. Just for funsies. Uh, it's just, just to have in the living room when I don't want to drag out my, my apparently aging PlayStation mm-hmm. and a $300 disc to, uh, to play it uh, you know, at my leisure. So I ended up making ISO copies of all four discs of Gepi X, and I put them onto the PlayStation Classic, and they fucking worked. Nice. So I, I played all the way through it without any hassle today, and I know that the, the DVD drive should work on the PlayStation, when it, or the PlayStation 2 when it comes in. So that'll Dude, be that. that is a harrowing venture. I was it's, not it's quite quite the... Uh, it's full of twist turns yeah. and... Uh, despair but most importantly a happy ending and it's so funny because i'm dealing with oh man fuck fucking with all these old games dude because i'm dealing with some of that on my own at this moment but i'll get i'll get into that i i have my own little (laughs) Uh, i also i also do want to talk about stahlfetter actually i i posted the bullet heaven review i think yesterday morning uh for stahlfetter and um that's another really obscure one it's made by a company called santos and it's a very basic shoot 'em up. Uh, it's you know uh, vertical scrolling, Yoko screen though, so it's wider than it is tall. Um, and it plays a lot like Raiden, uh, but if Raiden was really almost insultingly easy, I and saw you the could, video. You but... could use your machine guns and alternate weapons at will rather than switching between them with a pickup. These, you know, what's so funny is in like. I didn't. I don't think I can talk about it at length with uh, what's in your console, but I'll have you know I've been playing the original Raiden because I recently bought Raiden Five and like maybe want to play the original one. And yeah. the only copy I have of the original one, aside from Raiden Trad, which I don't oh, even know how. Cool. No, but I, I had the original one on Jaguar. Yes, yes, I knew that's where we're going. Nice. Yeah, dude, and it's it's so like just to like the discrepancy between the original one and the fifth one. And I, you know, I, I have the fourth one, but I don't remember playing it as much. Cause I remember it being really fucking hard, but the fifth one is weird. And I, I went back and watched your bullet heaven review on it. Um, I took a lot of shit for that review, by the way. Oh, oh dude, that it's weird because like, I think as far as all of the more classic uh, shooting series and the fact that Raiden is still like available in some capacity, it, it's weird how much that formula has like aged very well. Um, but I don't know. I'm not a fan 
I'll agree with you. I, I'm not that impressed with five just because like it, and we can get into that in another one, but it's just weird. I've been recently playing writing a lot and getting into it. And when you had mentioned that, Oh, this plays like a super easy writing, like you sold me. I'm just like, Oh, and it looks, <laughs> it looks just, it has like the, I loved, I like the visuals of it because it has like that early PlayStation generation look of where um, the texture is still muddy but everything mm. is like super pointy and blocky. Um, but there's still it is a nice blend sprites. of yeah, exactly. It's a nice blend of 2D and 3D, which they sort of continued that with their other game called uh, Airgrave. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like it. I, I like the game. A lot of a lot of people say that it's just you know a mediocre game that shouldn't uh, that shouldn't really be you know looked into unless you are a diehard. Uh, collector or whatever but I don't know I think it's got merits I enjoyed it quite a bit and I still play it I put it on the classic so why not right sure. yeah that's another uncommon one though so it's a little on the pricey side yeah I, I looked it yeah. up but I'm just like eh I, yeah, we'll, it's, we'll, it's we'll pricey. get into it um, I, what else there was something else I wanted to cover here too that was important but I forget what it was oh I played all the Parodius games on Saturn yesterday <laughs> I so oh and I want to talk to you about that but I'll let you talk about like Parodius in a bit cuz like I've been fucking with I've fucked with Parodius and whatnot before um just in the 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 Raspberry Pi that I have Oh sure yeah um but well I'll go ahead uh, I'll I'll wait because I I would like to use that to go into what I've been messing around with most among other things. Those games are really fucked up. That's pretty uh, much all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I don't know, Jesus. man. All the all the Gradius, uh, Gradius and like the Nemesis and all those like Salamander games, like they're all like neat and whatnot. But like, I don't think Gradius Guide ever... was awesome though. Yeah, I don't think any of them have ever been like balanced wise like as far as balance wise have been tweaked or optimized to like re like they 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 definitely demand more skill that i think is humanly possible well gaiden again is pretty balanced the uh, ps1 exclusive one i i would definitely check that one out i would dude i've been on a shooter i've been on a shoot 'em up kick nice. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely go into that that's what um, I like to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah time for that. Uh, sure. But you know what? I'll I'll close out. I'll let you go or someone else go here. But I do want to point out that um, I actually have copies of Raiden Project for PS1 and Raiden DX for PS1 in the mail right now, which means that when I get to get around to covering those, I'll have completed the entire Raiden series on Bullet Heaven. Oh, I'm, man. I'm looking uh, forward to I that. I want some kind of like a, a retrospective on all of them at some point. Well, can you okay? Can I ask you a question? Like because again, I'm not familiar. So, mm. Raiden Trad, Super Raiden, like all those other offshoot Raidens, are they just variations of the original? Of Raiden One, yeah. And I don't know why it's called Trad. It's kind of a mystery. Yeah. So Super Raiden on PC Engine, it's just one. S- same Raiden, yeah. Huh. Okay, yeah. fuck it. Then, in, as far in, in my eyes, I've got the best one, and I'm good with it. <laughs> Which um, one? The Jaguar one? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. It's it's stupid like i don't know it's actually the playstation one don't want to be that guy but Mm. well i mean that comes with the right and that's the right and project release and that's i think that's the only home release of two right well ish uh right and dx is kind of a director's cut of two Mm, as well got it so yeah 
But yeah, okay. I mean, you're right though. That is the only uh like proper unquote, release. Yeah. Proper release of two, yeah. Um so I'm still I, I if you don't mind, Andrew, yeah. go for I'll it. Jump yeah. In. yeah, go for it. Absolutely. I'm still in the middle of retrofitting all of my older hardware saw, for saw, RGB output. Saw pictures. Looks like it's a it's a process. It's still a well. I've got all the adapters uh-huh. and I've got everything I need. At this point, I'm not putting it together because I'd like to do all of it at once. I need some new HDMI matrixes, and then I'm building a pegboard that I'm I'm going to basically do everything neatly so no one can ever accuse me of a fire hazard ever again. So so that's like, so pegboard. I'm actually interested in doing this for some other things I have around here. But what are you primarily using it for for your stuff? So with cord organization. So what I'm okay. going to do is I'm getting two or three pegboards uh-huh. just so I can match the dimensions of my bookshelf, which, as you know, carries a majority of the consoles. I'm positioning it behind the shelf and cutting holes that are symmetrical with my backing holes that are already in my bookcase. Okay. And I'm going to feed through uh, all my cables, and I'm basically attaching like zip tie them kind two... of like to the pegboard, like going down kind of. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I see it. And okay. I'm tying, I'm adhering two, twelve in outlet industrial grade fireproof, uh, power strips. Yeah, yeah. That are going to be at the top and the bottom. They're going to line up exactly like flush side to side and, on this pegboard. Yeah, and I think it's good too. It's easily accessible to get to power and things like that. It's not exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And instead of it all piling on the ground, it's all floating in the it's air. Upright, so to speak. It's upright. Yeah, it's not tangled mess. Correct. Yeah, it's a good idea. And I, I think like it gets crazy, and I can't imagine like I was looking at that that setup you had, and I was like, Jesus Christ, the cable management. Like it just like terrified me to think of like how. Or, or, it's or, always been yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, and it's always and it's been freaking out Val a lot. But but so but, but, we're doing but to that. have it clean and do it right that way, you know, like have it done right and not have to go back later. Absolutely. For sure. So I've pretty much got everything that I need. Um, the last thing I needed to do was address PC Engine. So I fucking got a Super Graphics. I like bit the bullet. I, I grabbed like one on a good deal. I grabbed it, and then I got something. Uh, it's made by Terra Onion. That's known as the Super System SD3. And what this is is this is a peripheral. Uh, that plugs into the expansion port of any PC Engine hardware, even the Turbo Graphics, um, like the North American Turbo Graphics 16. Though it that one's got a little bit of a snug fit, but it works. I've, I've messed with all of them, and um, it'll essentially do FGPA like almost that close to an accurate uh, run of uh, images for both PC Engine and PC Engine CD. So, I've been diving fucking deep in the library. I've been going through all of Sarah's bullet heavens again. I've been, like, getting goddamn lost. And let me tell you, I'd, I did not think I would... Like, games that I wanted but would never be able to spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars on. I mean, I did grab... what Like, another thing that made it really appealing about grabbing this console was getting uh, Daiki Mario with go- uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, but, like, what's uh, supposedly the best home version of the game, like, better than the Genesis version. 
Um, and yeah, it is. And it's insane. I, it's one of those like, man, Oh, you I really mean wish... Dai Makaimura, right? Dai Makaimura. I mean, I, because it's a joke. English... It's a great joke. I, I really want an Arthur body pillow. I do. Oh my God. <laughs> In his um, boxer, like the heart boxer shorts course, and everything. It'd be my Daimakaimura Dakimakura. Oh, God. Oh, dude. Um, trademark that. Yeah, I'm very proud of that one. TM, TM. TM. But, and and yeah, and that plays really well. But I've been basically diving, like, I I showed Choniki, and I'm like, I'm getting glorious RGB output because he uses an eight-way DIN that basically Genesis 2 cables. So HD retrovision works with it perfectly and basically stuff that like, so, and it might seem redundant because I, I just recently got all my mods. The only mod I, I, I take it back. I'm waiting on one last mod and that's my ColecoVision and I'm modding that with S video, um, which I'm waiting for it to show up, but I just got the twin Famicom and my turbo duo back with S video. And I, it's not only just for practicality, and cost, but also for comparison, which is great because I've been able to play like Gates of Thunder on S video versus Gates of Thunder on uh, RGB. And Gates of Thunder, at very rare examples, especially with like some of like the stills, like the intro, like uses some bit of dithering that isn't so goddamn sharp on S video. And I think it actually looks better on S video. But then you get RGB output through component YBPR. And you're getting that sharpness, and it's just like, whoa, dude, this just looks like a enhance, mm. enhance, and it's like too <laughs> enhanced. Um, but I've been, God, I've been really getting down deep on some of these older games, um, games in particular that I've been playing that I like knew I'd never be able to play again. Um, I I did get in the Sapphire bit, but not enough. I've been playing Spriggan, which is it's one of the compile shooters that everybody talks about because like i got into robo alest and that kind of and like i I bought robo alest and got it like last year um and really dug it but like i think god that's probably one of my favorite dumb 16-bit shooters like just because it's there's so much going on on screen like everything everything's so frenetic but in a good way not to the point where i feel in fact i'm the one that's overwhelming everything with bullets almost to the point where it's easy until you get hit once and then you lose all of your power-ups and it's just like one of those but i've uh, been playing a lot of that played uh magical chase i do not get the fucking hype of that game at all magical chase which one's that it, the like crazy like thirty six hundred dollar fucking turbo graphics game I don't. It's it, but it was a lot less expensive when I got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know what it's like on PC Engine, but like the Turbo Graphics copy, like basically, I've just been playing stuff that I've been able, I haven't been able to play before. But what's uh, really neat about yeah. it is like, and I'm gonna try to get into it. Uh, Ease four. Um, I'm gonna be able to play a patch version where somebody actually dubbed all the voice and translated everything in English and they even redubbed it like all the cutscenes and like it's insane how good this looks um, but yeah I've been messing around a lot with that um, another game the other two games that I've been playing uh, I've been playing a lot of Yoshi's Crafted World which I have to say I'm a little underwhelmed I was actually really bummed out which one was this? because 
This is the newest Yoshi game release. Oh, it's on the okay. Switch. Yeah, yeah. One of the cool like features they actually completely like they they didn't omit it completely, but they like they super nerfed the concept of it. Um, when this game was first like shown in trailer form, like one of the things that you can do was you can turn the perspective of the level and completely change it like dynamically, like in the middle of the level, mm-hmm. and just do that. Um, and you would play the level like that within that set playthrough. Now, in the finished, like the like commercially available, like public uh, release of this game, they don't. You can't do that. You'd play through the level the first time, and then you can play through like an arranged version, and that's basically it, where they just change around the perspective of everything. But it's two point five D in the proper respect where you can go in and out of the foreground at forked paths, kind of like a bug for the Sega Saturn. Uh, but you can throw eggs at anything in the background or foreground. And they actually like introduce like um, meta objectives through multiple playthroughs that like add some like completion depth to it. I really like it. I also like how friendly it is to two player play versus woolly world. However, like I, I feel like they don't explore. I, maybe I'm not far enough, but so far I feel like this version of the game is played so safe that I actually really like Wooly World more. I kind of would have liked a, a Switch re-release of Wooly World because I feel like no one played it. And especially like all the other like, games just, they've uh, been re-releasing on the Switch. These are just games that no one played because they were on Wii U. On the Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm digging it. I just, I don't know. I'm... I'm a little underwhelmed because it's not what I originally bought into when I saw this game first being previewed. And mm-hmm. I just, Wooly World's so fucking good. Like, it is probably one of the best Wii U games you can get. So I'm like holding it on that pedestal where I'm comparing it mm-hmm. and I'm trying not to. So I, I still highly recommend Crafted World. I don't, I mean, temper your expectations, but it's, it is a Yoshi game, but it's a very, still a very fun one. I think the other thing of it is too is it's I think it if you've ever wanted to like the one thing with Wooly World that was pretty like I would say frustrating especially like in a family setting is that when you're playing two player it's probably it's a little messy you're running into the collision of running into another player locally and like not being able to really help or assist the other player mm-hmm. in Crafted World you can the second player can just straight up ride Yoshi. You can do a Yoshi on Yoshi, like a straight up exhibit meme. Um, but that really helps in scenarios where like the platforming or the challenge might be a little too difficult for the other player. And they, you can like leave it up to the skill player and the right, the Yoshi that's riding on the Yoshi, it takes over egg controls where you can throw eggs. Hmm. So it's, it's a really fun, like couch co-op. Like I think it's probably the best co-op uh, version of it. And then you can even wear costumes um, and amiibo-related costumes that add armor okay. to Yoshi. That's interesting. And makes it even easier to play, almost too easy. So that's where it's at. But I don't know. I'm just I'm not as blown away by it as Wooly World. So was Wooly World like the first one that was kind of like also like Epic Yarn? Was it kind of a similar thing? Yes. Okay, I got you. I, 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 I saw this one. I was like, I thought this was the first time they did this with Yoshi. I, I guess, like you're saying, like I didn't know Wooly World was really much of a thing or like just completely like blanked over it because it was kind of like the first time I thought, oh, it's kind of like Epic Yarn, but for Yoshi. But not knowing that there was a Wii U one that already came out that was kind of like that too. 
Oh, dude, Woolly World is leaps and bounds better than Epic oh, Yarn. Okay. Like Epic Yarn is really it's cute. like as far you as know, yeah, yeah, but it's not like like it's a like I w- if I was showing somebody Kirby uh-huh. for the first time, uh, that would be the last fucking fair. Game I'd that's show fair. Them. That's fair. Yeah, like it's just it's a very like it's a nice little um, distraction. Like it's a, it's cool for Kirby fans. It's not. I don't think that game is indicative of what makes a good Kirby game mm-hmm. though. Not in like that's a really tricky road. Wooly World, however, exact opposite. Be- like, best Yoshi so, game, like one of the best. Yeah, I, it's one of the best. Like it's up there with Yoshi's Island. Cool. Like I really like Wooly World, and I was like expecting that with Crafted World, and like I don't know, man. Like the Switch is really weird in terms of like visual fidelity, because like, and there are instances where the Wii U like outputs games better than like Switch, but that's because you have to account for like how these games like are supposed to work in in conjunction of switching between them and portable versus them like on a display and i don't think crafted world handles some of its textures very well like with like the fur rendering like i don't know there's it's weird how well like this game works with like because the concept is everything's supposed to look like it's made of cardboard and paper but like there's a game that does this so well uh japan studios puppeteer on playstation 3 and, like, that's older hardware. And I'd like to assume that, like, what's running under the hood on a Switch can uh, absolutely do something that's, like, been done on a PlayStation 3. But I don't know if Nintendo really, like, there are certain things that just look really well and not. But the game, in my opinion, looks really well portably. And I don't think they've optimized it well when you play it on a TV. And, unfor- like, unfortunately, I feel like that's where the game excels yeah. at because of the fact that it it has such amazing co- a couch co-op. Um, the only other game, and I'll, and I'll end it from here, and it, it, it plays a big part in our feature topic, Sekiro. And dude... I kind of figured this <laughs> is the game that inspired the conversation, for sure. Well, I have mixed feelings with Sekiro. And, 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 I, and can I just say, like, it might come up in the conversation, but I feel like your experience and your opinion of the game is probably in the minority of the conversation that I've been hearing. Like, I feel like you're one of the few people that came out there and like was saying anything about this game. I was like, okay. Like I've not really seen that side of the conversation before because I like the game. Yeah. I'm having fun with it, but I, I think it's balanced terribly. You feel like because it's centered around the bosses so much and what you have to do to defeat said bosses is like, that's the whole game. I've had to cheat. Okay. So, a big proponent of Sekiro, like it, cha- it, like it's very familiar, but at the same time very foreign. But, but it's not your typical from game, right? No, it's not like what you normally because, expect from them. No, because like, okay, here's a big thing. So stamina is a big thing in these in these t- types of action ventures from a fucking uh, the from games in, yeah. the, in Bloodborne and in uh, Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Like, what you can do in any given moment, you have to, like, really ensure you count for because you can drain your stamina and leave yourself vulnerable. There is no stamina meter in Sekiro. You can fucking go hog wild. Um, But there... It's so weird because you would think, like, like, with all the accommodations that they make it more accessible, and in a sense they do, but everything is so much more precision based because there to me so far it doesn't feel like there's any real sense of progression because 
imagine if like okay who here is familiar with bushido blade uh oh yeah only yep. from the like I, I know maximilian was streaming it quite a bit recently because of uh sekiro but before that, I was not familiar. Oh, so he got like the same vibes. Yes, like 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 the instant like kill kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So, for his punishing is like Dark Souls and Demon Souls is. There's there's certain room for error, or it feels like there is a, like a window. There feels like there it feels like there's no window in Sekiro, mm-hmm. and like the irony of it is is like one of Sekiro's like big draws is the fact that you can resurrect on the spot if you can and like depending on like how well you do you can even earn more resurrection though there's a cooldown an invisible cooldown that i can figure but i i like like there's so much there's so many things that i like and i feel like there are these little things that hold it back i really like the fact that the storytelling is way more direct and way less obtuse that like and you've given me a character that instead of me just making this cipher that I have to inject personality in and have like all these vague sure. cryptic fucking world. No, it's, it's very, yeah. it's a, yeah. And like, it's a very like interesting, like it, it's definitely way more expansive than I think from has ever done in, in a game like this, as far as narration and storytelling. But in the same effort, like I, I don't know. I feel like there's no sense of progression for me. That feels good. I do not feel like there's no sense the, the sense of reward is all of it's been bittersweet mm-hmm. there hasn't been a single time where i felt like i'm learning the mccurry counters which they're th- those are neat those are neat when you successfully pull them off but like the game itself is so it demands so much precision that I, I don't know, and I'd like to think that I have the dexterity and skill, but, like, I don't like that it commands so much skill, con- like, consistently. Mm. Like, I've already grinded and bought skills, and I feel like they've incrementally uh, affected my chances. There's a certain boss from the get-go that is fucking just near impossible. Like the tutorial and boss? he's... Not the tutorial bot. Well, I mean, he's early <laughs> in the game, but, like, it's the caged ogre. Okay, I just remember, like, a lot of things I heard was, like, you weren't actually supposed to defeat it. If you do, it's, like, some next-level shit. Well, I defeated oh, okay. it. okay. Because, okay, here's the thing. That's another thing, too. The bosses, and I'm learning this, you can avoid yeah. them. You can avoid them and move on. But if you do, you're putting – you're not – earning the materials needed to actually enhance your character because you can't like okay so there are no rpg stats like that all in the based Souls on game. just like what equipment you have it's based on like passive skills okay and just yeah equipment that's it huh. and like you you have the same set of slashes and then you can learn like certain combat arts but that's it okay. like a lot of it centers around this prosthetic arm that you can use mm-hmm. that you can equip different things, but like like I'll get to it. So right. you go through a lot of shit to get the secret fire weapon. They hint at it. Like the game's really good at telegraphing, like, oh dude, to fight this ogre, you need something fire. So you can if you look hard enough, there's a merchant that will sell the materials to sell this fire attachment to your prosthetic arm that you need developed by this sculptor who's one of the main characters in the game you go through a lot of shit because you have to farm the money to get it. And you have to farm the money by killing enemies over and over and over again. I do this. 
and I get this weapon, and I finally feel like I have an edge against this fucking boss. This weapon stuns the boss maybe for a second or two, and you think you can get, like, some free hits and wail on him, but you can't. Mm. You, you, you land one hit, you're already running, rit, like, you're going to have to do a hit and run. And then not only that, like, this attachment, this, like, advantage, it comes at the cost of ammunition. Like, it, you can only use it so many times. So, long story short is I still suffered at this fucking boss, even though I had this one little advantage. And then I ended up cheesing him because there's a cliff... They can run around, and I kept circling back and forth between the clove of the cliff and the peak of the cliff, where he, the boss had to, like, the AI could only process so much. And when he tried to attack me, he was attacking the, the, the mountainside of the cliff, not being able to hit me, yet he was tall enough to where I can my strikes can hit his head. That's how I beat the boss. I had to do Cheesy. that for some of the generals. Like, yeah, you cheese. Yeah. All, and I've noticed a lot of the YouTube tutorials, they're all cheese. Mm. At one point, do you have to question like maybe the the like the dexterity or like the fucking reflexive dynamics of your game when people are having to find workarounds that actually were like progress. not meant yeah. yeah, and that's where I'm at. Like granted, like there's no shortage of that in the other games. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying that there isn't, but I don't I don't think it's as frequent as it is in Sekiro. And like Sekiro, like dude, you can straight up Spider-Man your ass in certain situations. You can s- grapple on grappling points and escape a situation. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. The one thing I really like is you can be stealthy, like uh-huh. Tenchu. But I hate it as well because it's not like a a silent or like a tactful means of stealth kill. Uh-huh. Like it's allowed. Like, wah! Like you, you just. You're you're fucking like MC Eschering that shit. Or like like you're turning the fucking place into a Jackson Pollock and doing all these needless animations yeah. to kill somebody silently. That's inevitably triggering everybody else around you. So, Even yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. It's not. You're just basically here. The game's gonna give you one free kill, and instead of sneaking up on all these other people that you would like to kill silently as well. No, just so wants you, you can alert everyone else now. Yeah. Right, so then you have to tactfully choose. I'm like, okay, this is the one that has the most armor and is the trickiest one to parry. I'll kill him, and then all the other ones will be easier to mm-hmm. kill because they don't have the same kind of armor or parrying um, AI. And that's been the game for me so far. And right now, like, I just realized I accidentally discovered a secret boss that I'm not, <laughs> not ready for, for, and I'm getting... <laughs> yeah, but, like, like, I enjoy the game, but I don't... I don't feel the sense of a reward that I believe that I'm supposed to. And and we'll go into more of that again in the future topic. But I'm I'm mixed on it. I want to like it and there are parts of it where I do like, but it is it's in my opinion a game that could have been probably the pinnacle of these games from from software and they intentionally made it clumsy in a bad way. Like those other games are clumsy and clunky in ways that work to the favor of their dynamics. Mm. This is working against it. This is, I don't know. I feel like they've almost sabotaged it. Mm. So there, and that's, that's it for what's in your console for me. Mm. So it's my turn. Oh yeah, my it's your turn. God. Buddy. I have to figure out what I played. Cause it's been a minute for me. Uh, okay. So, 
I played a few games since the last time we spoke. Uh, the main one was a game called Astroneer. So this came out, it was in early access on PC for quite some time. And then I think it finally released 1.0, I want to say probably like very beginning of March, like late February, early March. And it also came out on Xbox One. Uh, it's cool because like I saw it and I was in immediately intimidated by it because I was getting like really heavy Kerbal Space vibes from it. And that game, I, I don't know if you've ever seen anyone play Kerbal Space Program. Oh, Kerbal Space Program is... Oh, man. Like, whole other level. It's fun to watch, but I don't think I'd ever have the ability to play a game like that. Like, there's so much that goes into it. There's so much that's involved. For one very short-lived launch. Yes. Yeah, all that work. Exactly, yeah. So I'm, like, super intimidated by it. But I've been hearing good things. I'm kind of, like, interested in it. So um, I check it out on Xbox One, which... Unfortunately, I feel like that's not the way to play this game. I think the best way to experience this is definitely on PC. I don't feel like they really map controls out for Xbox as as well as they could have, but I think they're limited to what they can do because the cool thing about Astroneer is a lot of the stuff is on you as a astronaut, Astroneer, I guess you would call yourself. Like a lot of the UI of the game is built on you. So like you'll pull up your backpack and your backpack will kind of come out you know, it'll like expand from your back to like show it in a bigger space. And then on your backpack, you'll see all the items, you know, the items you're carrying in your inventory, you'll switch to a different part of your backpack and it'll show you your little mini small printer that you have, like your little 3d printer where you'll print different things you need, like uh power. There's little power nodes you can place around the world. So you can keep power and oxygen to your, to your uh, suit. And so like, it'll show you different things you can print out from there. And I don't know, man, like it, it, it's a cool game. Like it, 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 it's supposed to be super like chill, like really relaxing game, not really stressful, but I feel like when I was playing it, it was stressful because I didn't know what to do when I first landed. Like you, your, your shuttle lands, you get out and then you're immediately like, okay, I can't leave this shuttle unless I figure out how to have oxygen follow me or else I'll die. Like you always have to have oxygen supplied to your, to your suit as you're going and exploring the world. So you're constantly placing these little nodes where you can keep on having oxygen supplied to your suit from your little base station that you kind of landed on. And I don't know, man. Like it, it, You get a lot of like Minecraft in it, obviously, because you're just landing on this random place. You're exploring, you're digging, you're finding these new areas, these new uh, resources. And you have to use those resources to build like generators and different things for your base. And eventually the end goal is you build enough things and, and, you know, find enough materials to create a ship. You'll fly from that planet, go to explore another planet, so on and so on. Um, it seems like it's easier than Kerbal Space Program, but for me playing it, it didn't feel like it. Like, it was supposed to be like a really easy, accessible game, but I did not feel like it was at all. Like, I felt there was a lot to it. Um, but if you want to just go fuck around and just, like, find random shit and find random, like, resources it's kind of fun for that like it kind of reminded me of when you play mass effect 2 and you just mine the whole time it, it was kind of like that it was kind of like just fun just to kind of mess with that a little bit but to really it kind of reminds me of like no man's sky well that's the thing so i've not played no man's sky so i wonder if there's a lot of like a lot of stuff that kind of refers back to a game like that like i've not played enough no man's sky i i, I literally think i launched it for like five minutes and then never touched it again 
So I'm wondering if maybe a lot of it is similar in that respect. Because I could see the, the appeal of it, you know. But um, for me, it just it, it just felt like there was a lot of stuff you had to do in order to get to another planet. I kind of just wish they would maybe have streamlined that or made that a little bit easier. Because uh, I felt like it was really hard to figure out what I'm supposed to build or how I'm supposed to build it. Like, I couldn't really figure it out without having some very in-depth tutorials or looking up stuff online. It just felt like a lot of work for not, not a lot of payoff. The way you described it, too, it, it almost uh, makes me think of uh, a PC game I played a while back called Lifeless Planet. I Yeah, I think I remember you talking about that, yeah. Actually, I, I think on this show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, I mean, I remember we looked at it, too, at PAX one time, too, but I feel like Lifeless Planet is more like narrative base isn't it it is more yeah there's like no story to this at all like at all being a you know your oxygen management is a a big deal in that game too though absolutely yeah and that was a big stressor of that like not going too far then you'll like randomly like land into caves or land in areas that are poisonous and they'll kill you you know a lot of uh like natural and not natural but a lot of hazardous things you kind of run into as you explore yeah um, exactly. But I mean, like, fine. Like, it's cool. It's all randomly generated. You know, it's one of those things where it processes and it kind of like creates the world before you go into it. Probably similar to like a No Man's Sky, something along those lines. Uh, like I said, I think it's definitely more enjoyable on PC. I feel like on, on console, it's not really the, the main market for that. I think a PC kind of, you know, a PC audience, it would definitely be something that would thrive. Uh, so yeah, I, I I dug it, but at the same time, it was a lot of work for just not really what I was wanting out of it. Uh, so stopped playing that a while back, and then immediately ran into Division Two, which came out I want to say mid March, maybe. Like it's not been out for too long, maybe a little bit over a month now. Division Two's been out. Uh, played that a little bit, like it. You know, I think it, I, I personally feel like Division Two still has a lot of things that were wrong with the first one. Mainly that the story is like so fucking like throwaway. Like it's not even like what's the point of having a story or a campaign? Like you really just want to get to the end game stuff and do that. Like for me, there was no real benefit of what I've played so far of the story. But my god, they made that game really hard, especially if you're playing solo. Like if you're not partied up with a friend or you're not playing with some people, like the AI in that game is brutal. They're 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 super aggressive. They play like a normal human player would play. Like they really got the the AI of the 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 people you go up against in that game like dead on. In my opinion, it's probably the hardest, but also true to a a real like if you're playing against other people experience I've had in a game like that so far. Like it's like pretty insane. Various tactics or exploits that you think would work against AI. Like, yeah, like, like you're not going to be able to, like, say, okay, I'm just going to post up here and they won't know I'm here or they'll just stay in, like, they will not stay in one spot. They will flank. They will, you know, like I said, get really aggressive with their firing. They throw grenades. Uh, you know, and, like, uh, and like yeah. two AI, like, opponents or enemies will, like, try to, like, maneuver. Like, one will, like, lay down suppressive fire. The other one will try to come around and sneak around. So you. you've been in an area where you've been stuck in a place but none of none of the attempts you you notice like the same behavior they always tried or did something new to throw you off it feels like there's some kind of like algorithm in place like yeah like if you do this specific thing they'll have a counter to it or like it feels like it's some kind of ai where it's kind of taking into account like what a what a player would actually do if you were met up against them in like 
a PvP, not PvP, like more like a yeah PvP situation, uh, but in a PVE experience. Like it's really kind of crazy. But like I said, if you play with other people, you're probably gonna be able to like sidestep a lot of that, or at least get way more ahead than playing it by yourself. Because that's kind of game I'd like to play with other people, but I find myself playing usually on my own. Uh, same with like with Destiny, like I usually don't party with people too often. Uh, but yeah, just it felt like it's way more aggressive, a lot more difficult. And I think they do that because they got so much criticism from the first one where it was like there's no challenge to it until you played stuff in the end game and you played against other people. It's weird because, like, I've been hearing certain people talk about it, but it is not making the splash that, like, you anticipated. And I think it's just because of the glut of, like, Th- those kinds of I mean, games. People are still coming. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah. like, Anthem and everybody just cooling off yes. of Anthem, like, immediately. Which just one after another. I still have yet to pick. Yeah, I still have yet to pick up Anthem, and I really want to give it a shot, but I'm grabbing it on Xbox One, too. Did you hear about that, the PlayStation 4 version? No. The PlayStation 4 version has... It's like randomly breaking consoles, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's no good. Just because of the way it runs on a PS4... Regular or pro? Like, is there a difference, or does it make a difference? No, no pro. Or no difference. Yeah, that's bad. So I would recommend, if you can, play it on Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, Division Two has been enjoyable, but but difficult. Um, and then played a bit of the MK beta. Uh, we're on the we're on the eve of Mortal Kombat 11 coming out, so I played a lot of the beta when it was available. I played the closed beta, then played the the beta you got with pre-ordering. And yeah, I'm pumped about the game. I mean, it's no surprise. I think MK is probably my favorite fighting game series of all time. So uh, I'm, I'm super stoked about Is it. it- Feel like I just want to know, like, because like at this point, Injustice Two to me that's that's peak Nether Realm, at that moment. Like I just want to know, if, does it feel better than Injustice Two, or the, is it more or less the same? The only thing about it is there's no run, in it, which is really strange for me to play a Mortal Kombat without a run because I've been doing run in MK since what three? I think three had the run. Yeah. So to take that out of the game, it feels like it's just you're, you're doing a lot of like. Is there a run in? 10? I think so. I'm pretty certain there is. No, I think they run has been kind of like they've just went back to like dashes. Hmm. I could have sworn they had something like that in 10, but it's been well, a hot like, minute. It's been a hot minute since I've touched 10 sure, as well. Sure. So, I like I, it, again, it, it, it just it neat. definitely feels slower. Like it is a slowed down pace, but I think they do that because it's a lot of like it, it's a footsie game, kind of like how Street Fighter's been yeah. for a long time. Like it's not so much the crazy juggling like juggling's not really a thing that i could see much in this i feel like it's a lot of footsies and um i feel like they they, they kind of make it to where each fighter has enough different things in their arsenal to really kind of like mix up the 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 different like the matchups of characters like i feel like there's a lot of balancing to that um and honestly, I think they're going to really do great with this because it just it really buys into the, the lineage of the games, the storyline, the lore. Because I don't want to spoil it too much for anyone that's kind of keeping blinders on until it comes out. It will reference and bring into effect past and, and, and present and future MK stuff. Like it's going to kind of be a melding of all the you know stuff that's come before it. Um, so it's a really cool like nostalgia trip for a lot of people if they've played MK since the beginning. Like There's a lot of homages to it. Case in point, they're bringing in the actor that played Shang Tsung from the original Mortal Kombat movie in as the first DLC character. 
Um, he'll be actually like playing and voicing Shang Tsung. So there's a lot of there's a lot of homages to like the first games, the movies, like it's all kind of wrapped up in there. So uh, for a fan of MK, I think it's going to be amazing. Like I think it's going to be probably the best work that NetherRealm has done. Uh, and also the cool thing about I'm, with the the gear system, they're bringing that back uh, from Injustice Two, but the gear won't have stats. So the gear is just huh. purely cos purely aesthetic. purely aesthetic. Yes, absolutely. The the way they get around that is like they did Injustice. Like you have certain moves you can kind of like piece together your version of Scorpion or your version of Sub Zero, whoever you're playing. Like you can incorporate different moves and different uh, combos into your 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 character. So you're gonna kind of tailor fit through the through the games. You've seen like different versions of Scorpions, you know, uh, teleport attacks, or you know, like there's been a lot of different versions of attacks that one character has. You can kind of custom fit it to how you want to play it, uh, and that also incorporates the weapons because weapons are a part of it again, like it was in I want to say Deception had weapons, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I, this is this is my like concern with mm-hmm. it because. Again, I don't know how much further you can take the formula. That's why at, that's at this point, I think that's why they're leaning so hard. Because into the yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah, because yeah, how much further can you take this without really just totally revamping everything and just starting over? Yeah, but also I don't like the gear and everything else that you had mentioned uh-huh. are all tied to the crypt, which has been a, an essential part of modern. Which MK. comes back in eleven. Yeah, right. That's only like the game basically requires you and or like it has drm even on consoles you cannot access any of that if oh you're playing sure offline. sure yeah yeah which is bizarre to me that tells me that there's literally nothing on the disc that everything's tied to a server that kind of already gives this game a shelf life that i was not expecting it to have mm-hmm. so that's a little irksome but like i don't know i, I from what i've seen it is, yeah, I think they're just punching down really hard on, like, making this the most Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat that they can. Also, did you check out, like, the leaked uh, DLC character? So I haven't, that, and I, I, I don't want to spoil it, because unfortunately they spoiled pretty much the entire lineup of the core game uh, with leaks, and I, I really don't want to spoil the DLC, so I'm trying to, like, stay clear of that. I will stay quiet. I appreciate then. it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to yeah. keep blinders on that but i will say like that's another thing too i mk10 has a spectacle in in its hidden character list that like whoa and i think it hit like a lot of those i was really surprised and then even injustice 2 i think has the best spectacle but i think they have more flexibility because of the properties they can bring into it yeah right mk i think i don't know if it if it if it the leaks are anything to lead by and they are in in fact true. Uh-huh. I don't know. Well, I mean, but we're also, we're also I in don't... a time and age where like smash is bringing in characters. You would never expect to be a part of a Nintendo game. Like, I don't know. I, I... yeah. Like jokers. And there were like guns, yes. like a ha, fucking ha, just ha, straight up, like, <clears throat> like a never clock. saw it coming. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, good. Fuck. It's good. It is good. Good persona. But I, I'm excited for it too. And I'm happy you got to play it. Yeah. And from your estimate, it like, Injustice 2, but just like you know, because Injustice 2 is more is also a footsie's game. Yeah. But if anything, I want to know how, how interactive the like I don't know, I I am curious to see how it will play. 
but I feel like there's not a whole lot new. And then, like, when you mentioned the gear system, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm down with that. And then you're like, oh, no, it's just for funsies. Just, just, just for looks. But I feel like what I'd like to see them do, if they could really get away with it, which I think they could now because they're incorporating past and present and they're, like, different timelines of the, of the Mortal Kombat universe, they're bringing in all these characters that have been long since gone from the series, you know, like, no spoilers, but if someone's like, say, for example, died off in the story, well, guess what? They're back. Like, th- there's no limit to who they can bring back now. I like to see them do Mortal Kombat 11 as a like game service, like how Street Fighter 5 has become, where it's just the the base game, and then you add on to it with the you know characters and 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 updates and things like that. Like, I could see them doing this and being like, this is the last Mortal Kombat game for a while because we can just keep on adding to it. Um. I would, I would like that. I as think well. it's possible. I really I, do. I think with like what they can do in the lore now, it, it definitely is a storyline related reason why they could just bring in whoever the hell they want. Like it, it's definitely possible. I'm down for yeah. that, man. I um will definitely check it out. Cool. I also at some point I want to do and like, and I think we can. My favorite Mortal Kombat game will always, always be Mythologies, and I want to do a play play of that. And Mythologies, I, is that the one? That's a Sub Zero um, one. And I, to celebrate Eleven, I'm gonna do. I want to do a full playthrough. Me and you, dude, super uh, play. We can do it this week. Can we just make it like we Shaolin it. monks instead? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't like Shaolin uh, monks. I heard Mythologies is bad. It's well. I mean, I think we, dude. We'll, we'll make, Are we playing it because it's bad? We'll is that the reason for playing it because it is bad? Probably. Okay, but I actually. All right, love as long it. as we're admitting to I it, then it. I'm on board. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's a okay, bad game, that's good. but okay. I love it. Okay. Uh, it's a bad game that I don't know why I love as much as I do, but. Huh. Well, we'll find. We'll find out um, together. I think it's time we go ahead and hit the future topic. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about hard games. And, 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 and accessibility. Show. Yeah, and, and, and people that suck at games. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Uh, well, same old, same old, really. <laughs> ah, 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 dude. Ah, what? How'd you do that? What happened? I, I tweaked something. I tweaked it. I think I tweaked Jeez. my elbow. God, oh, now it's the wrong kind ear- of tweak. <laughs> it's these earbuds I wear. Like I think I'm gonna be working out, so I want to have the right earbuds to work out and run. But I end up just tripping over them and, and hurting myself, like I just did. Yeah, you're subscribing to the wrong mm. kind of tweak there, pal. I mean, mm. speaking of earbuds, tweaked audio, Jesus. Tweaked audio. Dude, they're tangle-free. Tangle-free earbuds that come in seven different styles and colors. And not only that, they allow for mic'd and non-mic'd versions. So that way you can use them anytime you're, I don't know, calling for a doctor. Because it sounds like you're in a lot of pain. Right now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those, they, those cost way too much money, though. I, I don't think I could afford a, a pair of earbuds that don't tangle. Because they all do. They well, always tangle up. <laughs> You know, dude, they are designed to sound great, and they're really cool for uh, just about anything you need them for is because they got noise-reducing design. So with all these sweet features, you'd be in luck because we currently have a code that you can use on tweakedaudio.com right now. It's PPR. You just got to type PPR, and you'll be set from there. 
it's easy enough. Hey, Sarah, can you help me out, man? Like, I think I really hurt something. I need some yeah, help. Man. Can you prop me up, oh, please? Man. All right. Dude, what happened? Get up, man. So you you, te- you tripped over these things? Yeah, I, more like I fell over them, I think. <laughs> Honestly, man. I hurt myself pretty bad. Why don't you have any tweaked? I mean, they're compatible with iPods, iPhones, and Android devices, so you really have no excuse. I mean, I guess, but like you said, there's a discount code, but I mean... Am I really going to save a lot, you think, with this? Because I, I really can't afford. I, I, I honestly tear up all my earbuds like all the time. Well, 33% off with free shipping and a lifetime warranty. How could you afford not to, dude? <sighs> lifetime of warranty would be amazing because I'm very, very clumsy. And also I, I live on a limited income because I buy way too many earbuds. So I need to buy <laughs> one. Ear, I need to buy one pair and be done. So I think this is the one I'm going to get. Man, go to www.tweakedaudio.com and get your shit sorted out. Yeah, dude, enter in the code PPR, and you can get 33% off some new earbuds. Uh, but before we do that, let's let's get you to the nearest emergency uh, care, yeah? Yeah, yeah, can we ice this? Thank you. Okay. Okay, first know, of all... I know, I know, That is, that is how... That, that toxic mindset is why we're here in the first place. <laughs> elitist, you cheated. elitist gate... Nonsense. You cheated the converse not only cheated the conversation, but yourself. Uh, you earned learned nothing. You grew you did not grow, uh, fuck, I don't even remember how that meme yeah. goes, but I love it. I love that stupid meme. Um so we mentioned Sekiro, and again, I've been like hot and cold about it, but essentially it's a really weird discussion because I mean anyone could technically play it, but is it technically playable like in a in a scope that like anyone can find enjoyment in and that's just like video games like as a whole like i mean you've heard a lot of like mention like sarah had mentioned stahlfeder i don't even know if i'm saying stahlfeder oh yeah that's how you'd say it in german Mm -hmm. yeah you had mentioned that you enjoyed like the dynamics of the game, but you found that the the challenge was like insultingly easy. Yeah, but like, would here's my and, and, and like we kind of want to like go into that like. Imagine you're introducing somebody to shoot 'em ups, and you're kind of trying to give them a rundown, like a one hundred and one on like certain games that you feel like sell in certain, um representations of what makes a genre so good like mm-hmm. would you factor this game in into like being a, a a a reputable showcase of the genre as a whole uh yeah i believe the words i used in the same review were it, it's fantastic for shmup ultra novices and see yeah. i and i and, and that's why i want to touch on that i like that but like at the same notion like I think since the dawn of video games, like video games, like, I mean, a game in general, like look at sports, look at any feat of athleticism, like all of it to an extent commands a certain skill set and it plays to the strengths and weaknesses of how you essentially like play that game, whether like it's a physical sport or it's a tabletop, like any, anything it plays to a certain strength that some people simply aren't gifted mm-hmm. with and some people are. But at the same time, like it creates this culture of exclusion 
that some people like have thrived off of because it gives this like badge of elitism something that like they can carry that it essentially makes those who can understand those fundamentals and excel at them feel like just i mean for a lack of better words better yeah than like the average person and granted like this is just a weird topic to kind of get into in just the this general scope of everything because we're growing like as a culture as a generation going forward into trying to be more accepting of different things and different perspectives that we would not have otherwise paid mention to at what point and and essentially kind of like going down to this we talked about like the intent and and overall the command of skill involved with playing Sekiro but for those who kind of want to experience all the other things that the game does well at what point do you feel that including an easy mode would dilute the overall experience that the game is intended to deliver because here's the thing accessibility doesn't dilute anything at least in my no i agree i feel like if if you didn't know it was there it would never have been an issue the fact that you like you're upset because you know it's there doesn't make any sense because it's not limiting your experience not limiting your enjoyment of it because you're simply going to play it on the setting you have deemed is you know the way you should play the game whether that's easy medium hard whatever like play games to enjoy them if it's a challenge for you or you want to be a challenge up the difficulty perfectly fine no one's saying that you can't do that that's the reason why they're there to begin with you want the challenge but don't belittle someone because they want to play it at a lesser difficulty like that doesn't make sense to me it's it's strange weird gatekeeping of something that you didn't create Someone else made it. Let them decide how they want to have people access it. Like it just, like you had no, you had no I say in the matter. Like you had no say in how it was created. So why do you get a chance to say, well, you can't enjoy it that way because that's not the way it was made? How do you know that? Like how are you to say that you didn't make it? <laughs> I, mean, I, I want to say that there was a time that, uh, like I think, as as early as the uh, the three sixty, where games would have an easy mode. Uh-huh. But you wouldn't get achievements for doing anything yeah, in the game. Uh, yeah, you know I, I remember I mean? that. Usually it'll prompt you, too. Like, you pick a certain difficulty, like, you know, trophies or achievements aren't accessible. Then fine. Like, I just want to play it for the experience. I want to get the story out of it, you know? Yeah, like, you get, you get, you'll get an achievement for beating the game or something like that. But, like, none of the actual uh, gameplay achievements are Yeah, unlocked, I, I remember, right? like, it used to be if you played on normal difficulty, you'd get the achievements for both the difficulty prior to it and that current one. Like, you'd unlock them both yeah, exactly. once you finish something, yeah. Well, I think that whole thing kind of just... I feel like this whole mentality and this approach, I mean, it stems from just the early dawn of games, but even going back to, like, the third, fourth, and fifth generation, there was, like, this inherent, like, animosity Uh towards, like, those who couldn't keep up. But even then, like... I mean, look at older Japanese. Like, I'm going to just pull this one right now just from a recent experience. Like I said, I got to play Magical Chase. Not terribly impressed and i figured like there there's just too much it's too busy but like a lot of those shooters are that was a big like that was a drawing point to those games and especially like the visuals and the color like the presentation's great 
But I I I, would, I had it. I would go so far as to say that the uh, the PC Engine controller, it's not optimal for what they're trying to do in it. Yeah, like I enjoyed it, but like I wanted to like I wanted to kind of try to acclimate myself and like you know work with it. So there's an easy mode they call it Breeze mode, and you know. I played through it and I really I, I found myself enjoying the game more. But the game at one point after you play through it, it'll stop you in the middle and be like, "Well, those are all the levels because you're playing it on breeze mode." If yeah. you really want the full experience of the game, go play it on normal. And using certain verbiage, it backhandedly insulted the fact that I even dared to play it in breeze mode. Sarah and and again, and I think this is something that's just tied to that culture behind the genre. And like, I get, I'm right there with you, man. I get mad about it too. But people, and like, we all did it. I think in the show, in the history of the show, we're guilty of it. But I think we've all done it facetiously at uh-huh. best. I've never shamed anyone outright in in genuine like fucking in, no. But, like, Sarah on a reg, like, throughout Bullet Heaven, like, I remember uh, Devil Engine. I didn't remember the comments, and I've been wanting to check that out, but I remember you had brought up that point, and I think it's very valid, where, and you're right, it's a very busy game, and I think it, it appeals to a lot of people that want that busy frenzy of bullets flying everywhere, but it can be unplayable to sure. people at times. And you, I remember you and you found yourself enjoying it more, playing it on easy right well there was no middle ground either uh, it yeah. was either very easy or very yeah. hard and then there's like an even re- more ridiculous oh mode my God. after yeah. the no, fact i like, want to i want to touch on that it's fucking so dumb the fucking developers because that ties into this developers you know their approach to the conversation which i found was kind of like kind of a dick move in a sense because yeah there's hard there's very hard people also ask like hey you know should maybe you guys should consider an easy mode. And their approach was just adding an expert mode, <laughs> thereby like, like downgrading all the other modes. We do modes. have easy mode now. It's normal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm right. like, you know... <sighs> I also liked playing that game more with the other ship, too. It's uh, It plays completely differently, but I make much better progress with it. There are unfortunately things that like require the basic extremities that we all take for granted. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things, especially in the speedrunning community that like people find appealing because of the challenge involved with it. Like I'll never forget. There's a playthrough done by a runner by the name of peaches where he can beat super Mario 64 on a Nintendo 64 one handed, but he, he had to train and condition himself to do that because he broke his left hand Ugh. and was going crazy. So it was out of necessity, and not just out of like some, I'm going to challenge myself to do mm. this. Sure. Right. But like, you know, he did that at a point where like he knew it was temporary and then he just decided to like challenge himself and play the game that way. That's a reality for most yeah. people. And I feel as though, I'm so proud of Microsoft for being in in my eyes like the at the forefront of this because video games are no longer like for a certain set. Like if there's there's a game that's pretty much out there for everyone, but what if somebody wanted to play something demanding like Street Fighter? Yes. And like 
difficulty can be addressed, but maybe like the interface, yeah. maybe something that's tracked with your eyes. Well, it, I, I love that you bring up Street Fighter when you bring up this this almost like it's another conversation about accessibility, but now we're talking about accessibility not from a difficulty of the game, but difficulty of like I can't play this. I don't have you know, like they've made something where I can't actually physically access it or play it. Because um, there's actually a tournament player named uh, Brody Legs, and he actually plays mm-hmm. Street Fighter with his mouth. He plays on the controller with his mouth. He's a amazing Chun Li player, but he plays all by playing the controllers like you know near his face. He plays with his mouth. He moves and does the you know motions. And so yeah, so something like is it a controller or a joystick? I think it's a modified controller. I remember uh, when we were at PAX one year, Sarah. I think you had interviewed them for the site. Um, Oh, uh, evil controllers! I think it was them, and they were making like the accessible yes. controllers and things like that. I think it was kind of a modified so- yeah. something like that that he had. Um, but this, you know, this is years ago. I mean, it was what twenty twelve? I think we were talking to them about this stuff. Yes. Um, and so now, you know, seeing stuff like that, and yeah, like you said, with Microsoft making the accessible controller options, uh, it's it's great because then you don't limit someone's ability to play that game. I feel like there's too many times where we force upon ourselves to make reasons for people not to be able to play games or have access to the games. So it's great to just be like, let's let, let's just get that out of the way. Like we're doing it to ourselves when we tell people they can't play a game because it's too hard for them or I don't have the physical capability of playing this game. Like I love that we're getting to a stage in our industry where now that's going away, you know? Well... Uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm glad that it's happening really because I've got nerve damage in one of my fingers. Yeah. So uh, I can see that being you know helpful in the future. <laughs> so so yeah, but, but but I guess the point I'm making is why then are we still fighting this ongoing battle with people that say well you can't have an easy mode because that's not the way the game was designed. Why are we superimposing these restrictions on games when one we're not the ones that created the game. And two, like, let's just bring more people into the into the the hobby or the you know whatever you want to call it. Like, we need to bring more people in, not drive them away. Well, I think uh, weir is a bit too broad. I understand it Um, it is a certain like audience that's doing that, but I feel like we all unfortunately are part of the same group. You know, with it's a very it's a massively vocal, extremely minuscule minority. That's doing this, yeah. I think. It's like you said, like you, you've got that meme on the brain, right? But like that's one guy. Yeah. And yeah, he he might have succinctly said it, right? But the fact remains, it's only but one just, dude, and people just are just yelling. people are just par. Yeah, yeah. It's, people are just parroting. He, he's just him, yelling really, louder than right? anyone else is. Exactly. Sure. Right. But like all the, everything, it, it's sort of. I don't know. At first, he was he was really enjoying the the virility of that tweet, like how it went viral, because he thought people were sight. He thought it was. It's become more of where like he assumed at first that people are laughing with him, and no, that like they're laughing at him. But I don't know. I'm probably not on that other side of the fence. There are a lot of people laughing with him, and that's I I find issue with it. It's like okay, and another thing that I've noticed too is like a lot of like spite aimed towards game journalism because at some point but i feel as though like okay like the whole thing that happened with dean and dean's a friend like he's a good dude 
and that whole cuphead thing which by and large can even be a make a big factor at this because and i say this with the most respect i fucking love cuphead i love cuphead a lot i think it's one of the best things that's hit this generation but if i'm being real with you motherfuckers cuphead is the joe camel of video <laughs> games like he <laughs> Had, like I, case in point man i played with in like my nephew is like familiar with it i mean he's not nephew by blood but i treat him like a nephew and like dude came over and that's what we were playing and like he he wanted to play at first but at some point he was just putting himself down and i didn't even realize it until val like pointed out i'm like we should switch the game yeah like the kid is yeah why well, well, i feel like, like that he, mm-hmm he he feels like he we can do better if he just watches you play and i'm like oh man and, and like and i just realized like man that is not a game i can really play yeah. with him and like but at the same time like if we let's say that there were accommodations that did that does that defeat the spirit of cuphead i mean cuphead is a hard as nails fucked up game but you know what it's also a gorgeous looking game. It's an amazing presentation. It's a weird, wacky like people don't need to come for the like the toughest nails yeah. difficulty. I mean that's a big part of it, but what what if you just gave someone like access to the characterization and like the personality, the whimsy of Cuphead? So it's strange because as you were talking about that and your experience playing with your nephew, I had the strangest flashback. I wonder if we were pissed at the time because of what they called it. I think we were pissed about what they what they called it, not so much what they were doing. And I really hope that's the case, but we I, I might end up just saying I was wrong in that case. You remember when Borderlands came out and they said they had that girlfriend mode? When you want to play co-op yeah. and they called it girlfriend mode because then it made it easier to play cooperatively? I just hated the title. And I think that's what it was too, and I hope that's the case. I hope I, I Maybe I'll go back and listen to that episode because I hope it wasn't that, oh, they're making it easier. No. You know what I mean? Like, I hope no. that's not the case. No, no, absolutely okay. not. The, our biggest gripe was how they just the Yeah, title. yeah, and I hope, okay. No, in fact, I, I remember us applauding, like, the inclusion, like, the concept. Yeah, but just not the fact that they assume that, well, it has to be called girlfriend mode because your girlfriend's not going to be able to play this game. Yeah. Exactly. The promotion of okay. it was just insulting. It's just strange because you were talking about was... that, and I was like, damn, I hope we didn't, like, dog it for that because then, like, like, we're just talking about how you're not supposed to do that, you know? We uh we we also touched on uh, Pop and Twinby for the Super Famicom in that same episode, mm-hmm. and it also has something called a couples mode, where you can shift more aggro towards the stronger player, so that a lesser player would be able to enjoy the game mm-hmm. as well. Which, when we think of that, actually, um, I discovered that in at least one of the par- uh, Parodius games I played in last night, it's the same thing. What did they call it? It was um. I forgot what they called it, but you can shift the aggro to wo- towards one player or another. I think just, I mean, we there's so much, like, that's gone on, but, like, where, like, handicap was a term that was used in a game option, and, like, you don't really see that mm-hmm. anymore, and I'm glad. Yeah. I feel as though the, the, the whole issue is with that, just looking at it, because it's become, it's become a term of, like, ableism, like, just derogatorily putting down people that already feel like a disadvantage in itself and then kind of just putting it there as a constant reminder can cause issue i i mean they're granted like i'm all for adversity dude i'm all for like the 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 human condition of overcoming said adversity but that doesn't 
necessarily need to be the norm. That doesn't need to define the standard of what makes enjoying a video game. Sometimes you just want to play some, like, sometimes some people want to come at it, like, with a cookie clicker sense of, like, chilling. Like, Andrew, you don't even touch the Souls games because you're just like, not for yeah, me, man. Yeah, and, like, I've watched I, people play them. Uh, I mess with Bloodborne a little bit, but, yeah, it's just, like, I play games to kind of just chill and relax, and I feel like if there's unneeded stress coming from said game, then there's no point in me playing it. But, I, you know, that being said, I would maybe give it more of a chance if I knew there was a mode where it's not going to be as, you know, uh, as challenging, like to play it just for the experience of it. And I feel like things like Twitch kind of make it to where that's the only way I can experience those games currently is if I watch someone else playing it. I'm not participating. I'm not playing it myself, but I can watch someone play through and I still feel like I'm a part of it. Um, which I guess that, you know, I think that conversation kind of needs to be addressed as well. You know, games don't necessarily have to put easier difficulties in them necessarily because there are more ways to experience those games without actually playing them. But that shouldn't be the only way. You know, I, I feel like there should be multiple options for people. Um, but I, I do like that we have that space now. Like, I watch someone like Sarah play, you know, Shmup, whether it be on his, his stream or I watch a YouTube review. Uh, I'm still getting a chance to experience it in, in small doses, but, you know, I don't have that skill set to really play those games. Um, you know, I mean, there, I mean, there, are, there are more options than what we used to have. I think vicarious gameplay uh -huh. is, I think, way more of a tangible thing. Like, I, um, I really feel like that's why it makes Twitch such a popular platform now, because they are, you know, right. experiencing I, it. I really like like a lot of Nintendo games have like just invented like some form of it, like interactive involvement mm -hmm. that like even in like Odyssey I like like I I touched on Ride in Five Ride in Five has this cool little cheer mode like it may not seem like much but like if you can involve someone and you can by definition feel like they've contributed to the point where they can play I mean what's the the shame of something sure. like that granted you can't really do that in every sort of game but something to that effect I just like. There is a game that Sarah recently reviewed, and like I couldn't finish watching it. And I thought that like you were going in a positive direction with it, but like there's a game that's intended for an audience that can handle like the visuals of it. It was a uh, Rim Nine Thousand. Rim Nine Thousand, yeah. And like that game is a fucking nightmare to look at, and I can't. <laughs> yeah, it but is. like it needs to chill. Are, are the they pretty? Are they Are they pretty blatant about the like this is gonna fuck you up? Yeah. Yes, and you know what? I gotta call. I gotta call them out. Um, the, the developers are kind of dicks because they made a flashing epilepsy warning. That is a dick move for sure. That's a dick fucking move right there. Right, and there are more. Dude, epilepsy is more common. Like they than might as well just been. like farted on your screen. Like, blah, check it out. You know. But like that's awful. Yeah, it is. And and like I mean, but epilepsy can come from any epilepsy can be a side effect of diabetes sure. now. Like it's yeah. just more unfortunately more Yeah, it's more and more prevalent. And to put yourself in like such a pedestal that like you're already limiting your audience because of that, like that's shitty. Mm -hmm. That we we're better than that. Like we are better than yeah. that. There's I don't know, man. There's a lot of things that I, I feel as though, like, granted, th that's why people go, well, okay, there's motion games and there's other games. Like, you know, this game may not just be for them. I'm like, okay, but that 
when you heart when you just the conversation even like scratching that topic does not take away from you there's something when when we're having a conversation where we touch on something that like could be there it doesn't necessarily take away from what's already there there is and i hate i hate that we're bringing up this meme and like i'm trying to like trying to well not it's not a meme it's a viral image or like just a a point made towards it but it it, i think it has it has a bearing in this conversation where there is a uh i don't know if it's a church marquee or some marquee but why why does uh an addict have access to like a methadone clinic for sixty dollar narcotics when like my um oh my god what's what's something that diabetics need in order to, my insulin costs six hundred and fifty dollars yeah. and I'm like why why is what they have access to in any way, shape, or form, an impact. Why is your insulin six hundred and fifty dollars? It shouldn't. Yeah. Be. Like, 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 so, like. What's like, a real crime here? The fact that they get it for that amount, or you're paying the amount for like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, you're you're upset about the wrong thing right now. <laughs> you should be questioning yeah, like the, the other problem. The exchange of like, ex- the discussion is shifted towards essentially like there's this mentality that's geared towards giving or otherwise providing one thing. Will there, in fact, devalue the like premise, and when it mm-hmm. doesn't, because everybody can enjoy different things. Like, I, a straw, does not ruin a beverage. It doesn't. You can absolutely the straw is completely optional. You can remove the straw, have the beverage, and be able to enjoy the drink that way. But some people require the straw. They do not have the capability. They don't have that option. So if a straw is optional to you, why forsake the straw? Why forsake people who need the straw? It makes absolutely no sense. It does. It's a good analogy. I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of sitting here trying to find any faults in it and I can't like it. It makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. So, what I don't get, like I get this all the time too, is people that come to me in regards to bullet heaven and say, Oh, this is a genre that I'm just not able to get in. I don't have the skill to do anything that you're doing in these videos. And I mean, the fact of the matter is I'm not very good at these. <laughs> I'm not very good at shoot 'em ups. I'm not. Um, there are any number of other players that can give you a better demonstration of, uh, of what's going on in these games. I just have the luxury of being able to cherry pick <laughs> the, uh, the footage that makes for a decent looking sure. review. Uh, but yeah, whenever someone calls me an expert or a guru, I, I can't take it seriously because I know I'm not. Um, but yeah, it's just, it goes back to inclusiveness. Anybody can get into any genre if they want to. I'm not going to say that you're not good enough to play these games because I'm not good enough to play these games. I just wish more people would, you know, not be one of those. Saying, yeah, you're not good enough to play this, so stay out of it. I just, you know, like, and I, and I feel like this is something that's exclusive, almost exclusive to video games. It's exclusive to a lot of, like, what can be identified as quote-unquote nerd mm. culture. But, like, mm. look at professional sports. There are um, several commentators that, like, 
in all intents and purposes have like a light background in actually performing said professional sports yet right. they are regarded as an authority that understands the dynamics and fundamentals to the point where people can identify and relate to whatever sort of uh, disposition or perspective that they give to other fans fans take heed on what whatever opinion they may have on anything related to said sport yet a game journalist who can have the exact same sort of advantages understand like what can and what may not factor in or fault for good game design or bad game design or just something surrounding a game is immediately like dismissible if they do not possess a certain skill set that like makes them this quote unquote like worthy authority. Yeah. Like it's the shit's toxic. Yeah. It just it's, it is. It's garbage. Yeah. The, is what the it FGC is. has been kind of dealing with that for years now. Like this sense of, well, you can't get into this you know, this infrastructure. You can't be a part of like not just playing fighting games, but being like in a tournament scene or going to tournaments or competing. Like you can't do it unless you can exhibit your skill and mastery. Like if you are not skilled and you can't play this game at our level, then you have no reason to be here. I feel like that's complete and utter bullshit. Like that's the reason why you can't thrive. You can't grow as, you know, a a sub part of this genre, you know, because you want to exclude people and you want to push people away because they're not operating at the level you feel and you have deemed is necessary to be a part of it. That's absolute toxic behavior. Um, and they've been trying really hard to like walk that back and try to like, you know, cause they're, they're notorious for like excluding female competitors because they're female, you know, and, and a lot of things they have just been really bad for that uh, as a whole. And they're really trying hard to get away from that, but it's, you know, and, and that's, and that's the one genre that has competitive gaming where like trash talking is a big part of it is what they say. You know, a lot of people have been in competitive fighting games for years. Say the trash talking, the, you know, getting people's faces, like has been a big part of it. And that's like, not what we want to promote here. Like we need to be sportsmen. Like, like I, I get it. That's the way it used to be, but like, it can't go on like that. It just can't. And unfortunately I feel like they're still struggling with that to this day. I just kind of feel like this is another like gate du jour, right? Um, the the accessibility aspect, uh, whether or not a, a player needs an easier mode, it's the same thing that we've seen with Gamergate and you know women in video games and games journalism's. Like every year, there seems to be something new that uh, that this minority wants to just the sort of drive home. Minority. Like they, yeah, we'll say that the neckbeard ni- min- minority. Uh, uh, that that these vo- this vocal minority will take such offense to and just kick and scream and yell and and curse and and just wreak all sorts of havoc over and then next year it'll be mm-hmm. something else. But I mean, it's it's shit. It is. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. You think you're moving past something and then something else and comes up. It makes you wonder like how far people will go over the next and thing. It's just, right? it's just it's not necessary. Like it's not changing anything it's not hurting anything it really isn't like because we're adding something does not mean we are then taking away something it's not happening Mm. it's just it's something else like it doesn't have to be the be all end all um but yeah it's unfortunate that we're at that stage still 
we'll tell it. Give it everybody listening right now. If you get the chance, give us your take. Like, what is? I mean, even if you want to just like, if it's easier to focus on Sekiro, mm-hmm. like if you've been playing it, like would would there an option of adding an additional resurrection or maybe like giving me a a maybe giving me extra prayer beads so i can make myself a little yeah. stronger than i should be at some stage of the game like tell me in what shape or form does that because like another thing about sekiro game's not online sure like in effect where you affect other players it's a very singular experience mm-hmm. And, so, and let's just be happy that we're not getting the same conversation. They put things like this behind a paywall. Like, yeah, you can get an easier difficulty. You'll have to pay for it, but you can get an easier difficulty. Like, let's just make sure we're all happy and on board with the fact that we're not dealing with that. Not yet. No. At least is that. Yeah, at least. <laughs> no, for now. Jesus. Episode sure. end. That, that'd be the easy right, way guys. out if you ended the episode now. Taking the easy <laughs> way out. Yeah, you didn't cheat yourself. You cheated yourself out of this episode, and you didn't grow. And you, you didn't, you didn't grow. You didn't. I, you didn't make a valid I agree with point. That. Yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I definitely didn't make a valid oh, point. <laughs> You're 100 percent right there. Um, you've listened to episode 115 of Press Pause Radio. You can definitely. Uh, like us on Facebook as well as also follow us on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch. Uh, watch for all of our content there and definitely keep an eye on our website where we're also publishing uh, various reviews, editorials, opinion pieces, and um, uh, just other musings and soon more videos. As mentioned, I really want to plan a super play of Mortal Kombat Mythologies uh, just to prepare for Mortal Kombat 11. And we can do that. We did a slew of other Mortal Kombat videos last time 10 came out. So I feel it's only proper. Plus, I'm not doing special forces with you. so I I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, But yeah, we're planning more video content. We're also, like I said, looking at some options. We're recording in an entirely new way. I'm really interested and what your guys' feedback is as far as the quality. And uh, it also, it helps a lot with our turnaround time uh, as far as production is concerned. So there is that. That being said, um, Sekiro, Yoshi, a uh, really late review of... Uh, well, more of an opinion... I have an opinion piece of Kingdom Hearts 3. Because uh, so, it's it sort of spiraled into something where I don't know if I can objectively mm-hmm. review it. So there's that. And some other uh pieces i have in the works i also um i've been really really getting into video game vinyl and i am video game soundtracks on vinyl more specifically and i've been trying to like carefully deliver an editorial on it because it's gonna tread into bootleg territory and i don't know how much attention i want to call to that because that might Mm -hmm. i don't know so but i i have some uh, content in the works for that as far as PPR and then yeah we're gonna look into some other deals uh, and what's on the docket for Bullet Heaven Sarah? Well we've got some interesting episodes on the horizon. Um, we've been talking about doing a follow up episode for Assault Android Cactus Plus uh, it's really just a matter of getting Daruna sat down and playing some two player and capturing and, and voicing it over. But uh, in the meantime, a new episode of STG Chronicle is on the nice. horizon. 
as well as uh, Bullet Heaven episode number 238 featuring Geppy X. I'm so um, good. I can't wait. Uh, wait until you, you're going to love it when you hear it. It's just going to set off all the right uh, the right notes for you. I guarantee you're going to love it. I would love uh, to do a play play where we try to like tackle one of the uh, routes that you don't do. Mm. I would love to do that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, no worries. Watch that. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, we're going to be starting up uh, new reviews on PlayStation 2 soon, where we've got the Japanese so PS2 got, 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 got that for, uh, was it a good price or like a zero price? Yeah, it was a zero yeah. price. Yeah, yes. I only played it, uh, only paid for shipping, which I'm totally mm-hmm. down with. Um, so I really want to get a copy of Ibarra, but it's really expensive. So hopefully sooner rather than later. But I mean, the PlayStation 2 opens up the uh, ability to play stuff like Thundercross and Thunder Force 6. Um, there's a, uh, a Gunstar Heroes collection that includes Alien Soldier, ah, haha, well. Natch. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and a good, a good number of others as well that, like, uh, the original Escaluda, for example. The second one was on Xbox 360. I'd like to get around to playing the first. Uh, stuff like that. So that's really going to be a good time. Uh, and of course, unboxing videos on the way too. So plenty of stuff to see and hear. Uh, in the coming weeks. Excellent, excellent. Neat. Well, I'm Georgie Boy Zax in McDonald Treasureland Hunt forever. Cool. And never alien. Never soldier. ever. Ever ever ever. Not even if there's a fire. Uh, this is toast, and uh, apparently Easter is. I don't know. Not everyone celebrates it the same way, and I guess I'm okay with that. And this is Sarah, and uh, just ending on a note here, did you hear that thing, or did you see it on Facebook? It was all over Facebook. Um, There was that dog owner. Uh, Their dog ended up having to have one of its paws removed because of some sort of infection, right? And they went to this dog. This this guy's a real real thing. He specializes in dog prosthetics. So you can get your dog's feet replaced if it needs done, right? The thing is, though, is that this dog owner totally bedazzled this stupid uh, prosthetic paw. It was a real faux pas. God, he, he fucking walked so long I for that. I thought it was going to be a prosthetic. Uh, I thought okay. he was going to go like, I, I was hearing, is he saying prosthetic? That was a long fucking. walk for a small drink. Oh, man. But I, but, 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 <laughs> but, but, but I drink it heartedly. I just, just, mm. <laughs> damn it, sir. All right. I, th- I thought I you'd like that. that. Thank you so much. <laughs> <for> that. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Night. Good night. Peace. Where have you been? Been searching all along. Your presence was alone and long. Without a clue. Without a sign, without a question yet, the real question to be asked, where have I been? I'm a chef chauffeur, at this masquerade, hiding both face and mind, afraid for you to draw. I'm a chef chauffeur, what a strategy, please don't take off my mask, revealing dark.
Nothing to be found. A mirror in front of me. That's where I find an empty glass. Reflection does the truth. It's telling what's not to be told. I need the mask. I'm a shadow. Apples masquerade. Hiding your face and mind. I'm free for you to try. Have no face to show. Just don't take off my mind. 